And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Got to travel business class, nice. which was so fancy. <laughs> nice. It's the fanciest you can get on short haul flights. Yeah. So with BA, we had like champagne and high tea, and the baby high slept tea. the whole flight. <laughs> no, it was very amazing. Yeah. It, it, was, yeah. it was like British white bread and no crust. It was amazing. And have, uh, have clotted cream on scones. Yes, yeah. we, we got clotted cream on scones. Good evening and welcome to Is It A Bicycle, Season 11, Episode 11, the original and bestest ever TV and movie podcast. My name is Stephen Wrigley and I'll be your host for this evening. Beside me have a man who says the last time he was someone's type, he was donating blood. It's Mike <laughs> McDonough. McDonough. <laughs> also beside me have a lady who says she found her husband through an online dating site, which means he's got a lot of explaining to do later. <laughs> it's Jonas. Oh, and in the red corner, it's our cuddly killer, a man who says, pies and porn are always better when they're homemade. It's Mark, <laughs> superhero. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we'll be discussing movies in the shape of Free State of Jones and ARQ, and some TV in the form of Westwood and Timeless. Of course, we'll have the usuals with some news and some previews. Come to a bicycle near you. Hmm. Let's start early, they said. <laughs> Why don't we all leave our houses and get our shit together early so that we can start on time? I'm pretty sure we have now started on time. Yeah, look at us. We're 10 minutes early for yeah. on time. Normal. 10 minutes early for the time we no longer start at, <laughs> which is better than half an hour late. It's our usual starting time. This is mm. true. This is true. We have to yeah. cod them into it, Mark. Mm. Yeah, tell it's, them we're starting it, early. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the stay uppy stamina that I used to. Neither well, does Mark here. <laughs> 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 Look at lads, since they invented Viagra, I haven't looked back. I have an erection right now since last Thursday. <laughs> um, so how's it going? What we I'm so to? confused about what Viagra has to do with sleep. Oh, stay uppy. Okay, sorry. Oh, <laughs> I was slow to that joke. <laughs> Welcome That's to the party. That will be, be a married woman, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't seen a penis in years. <laughs> Just celebrated my sixth wedding anniversary. Oh, did you? Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Did you go anywhere special? Well, Steve, since you asked, <laughs> we went to Copenhagen. How was that? We oh. had a fantastic time. It was yeah. a great place to walk around, and my baby slept when I needed her to, which was great. Yeah. And it's a very walkable city, and there was a lot of champagne and alcohol. And, oh, my God, I had the best donut I've ever had. And my husband had the best cheesecake he's ever had. There's a great food market in Copenhagen. Mm. Mm. And uh, I also managed to bang my head really hard on a staircase. I have a friend from Mayo who lives in Copenhagen. Mm. And we went to her house place for lunch. Leaving her house, I was strapping the baby into the buggy. Stood up quickly, forgetting that there was a sloped staircase over my head. Mm-mm. And Ooh. I backed my neck and my back up. Oh, I've been no. walking around <laughs> like a robot. Yeah, I was Dear. fine. That happened on Sunday afternoon. I was fine until Tuesday, getting ready to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, I was just like, holy shit, something <laughs> is really wrong. So I went to the physio at lunch um, yesterday, and I got dry needled. And Oh, nice. I'm in so much pain. Where did you go for that? Actually, maybe I'll talk to you about it later. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I need to go and get some. Yeah, yeah. he was really good. Yeah. Cool. Um, and those assholes haven't paid a sponsorship. <laughs> so did you see any mermaids? If you want your name dropped, you have to yeah. pay us money first. Uh, I did not see any mermaids. No, we didn't walk in that general vicinity. Oh, I see. Oh. Okay, yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah, I've always wanted to go to Copenhagen. Have you been mm-hmm. before? No. Oh, no. Yeah. It's good. No. Um, yeah, I wanted to go there and then do the long drive over the bridge to yeah. Sweden. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, because mm. I went over to visit because my brother-in-law, he lives in London, but he works out of the week 
out of Copenhagen, mm. Stockholm, and Helsinki. Mm. So he's kind of flown around a lot, kind of Monday through Thursday, and then I think he spends Friday in the office at London, and then at home with his husband, and then mm-hmm. flying around again during the week. So um, he flew us over on his air miles, so we got to travel business class, nice. which was so fancy. <laughs> nice. It's the fanciest you can get on short haul flights. Yeah. So with BA, we had like champagne and high tea, and the baby high slept tea. the whole flight. No, it was <laughs> amazing. It was, yeah. it was like British white bread and no crust. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Did and have, uh, have clotted cream on scones. Yes, yeah. we we got clotted cream on scones. There was also a hot towel service. Yeah. It was the shit. Like I mean, I felt like a fraud, being like, "This is ridiculous." But uh, did it was they have reruns of the ashes on the TV? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. it was a great flight. That and upstairs, downstairs. <laughs> so I was talking to a guy, mm-hmm. and uh, I was aware that he'd been away. So I said, "Oh, you were away." Where did you go? And he says, oh, I was in Hamburg, man. Fucking great town. You should go. And I said, right. Not really a destination you hear people talking about an awful lot. Like. Yeah. I said, what's so good about it? And he said, well, it's a great drinking town. He said, if you want to go for drinks. And he said, hang on, I'll show you this. So he pulled his phone out and he'd taken a picture of the front of a McDonald's yeah. in Hamburg. Mm-hmm. And that was what caught my eye initially. But then once I'd seen the McDonald's and saw that it looked like every McDonald's in every city around the world, then as my view pulled out a bit, I saw that there were signs Sex thirty nine ninety five above McDonald's. <laughs> You're kidding, right? And I went right, mm-hmm. and I said thirty nine ninety five for a for a boink. Is that like is that competitive? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, no, but that'd only be a scam anyway. Once you get in, it'd be like, no, no. If we're doing that, it's another fifty quid, and that's another fifty quid. And I went, oh fuck, this guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> and uh, then he goes, no, there's a place there, and I think he called it BBKs. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure what the name was, mm. but uh, he said, no, I said, this is the right place to go is this place, right? Let's call it BBKs for yeah. the sake of the story. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, you go in there and it's got like sauna, steam room, jacuzzi, there's a pool. Mm-hmm. It's a place if you just lie around, it's all heated like, and there's, mm-hmm. there's women walking around the whole time naked. And mm-hmm. when you're in the mood, you just, you know, make your choice and then go away to rooms off the side, like, and come back out and have another jacuzzi and, you know, spend your day like that. So the reason I'm bringing this story up, right, it's not that I'm, you're all astounded that prostitution exists, right? <laughs> We're all aware of this, but... It's just that Mark doesn't know how much it costs. <laughs> <laughs> he never actually told me how much BBK costs. I never asked him. Yeah. Uh, and I don't care. But the question is, I was horrified all the way through this because I thought, like, if you, if you do hookers, is that not your secret? That you don't tell anyone? <laughs> I, I don't really know hooker etiquette. I don't either, and that's why I'm bringing it up in this learned company. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure you guys will know more about this than I do. Like, Mike, come on. What's the deal? Do you talk (laughs) about it? (laughs) Well, Hamburg is Europe's leading sex city. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Uh, it's also, remember, they're threatening to stop uh, selling marijuana to non-Amsterdamians. That's right, yeah. yeah well, Hamburg was just like, yeah, we'll just go to Hamburg. It's yeah. that's, that's pretty much a given. Like, you know. yeah. I would have yeah. said Galway was the leading sex city, but that shows what I know. <laughs> and there it's all free. <laughs> so, like, do you just, like, is this the kind of thing that real men do? Maybe I'm not a real man, all of a sudden. I don't realize. Do you just head down to the point and say, oh, lads. Wait, let tell you, 60 quid. Like, yeah. well, you know, what, what do you do? I think that's a personal decision, Mark. That probably mm-hmm. goes along with, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. strippers. Or... There's a certain demographic mm-hmm. yeah. that, yeah, certainly would have no Stags. bones about discussing it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. am I but alone most then? People so if, don't if, do it on 
uh, something that will be listened to on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, if somebody, I, I think if somebody you're more sheltered than you guys. If somebody, right, <laughs> look at if somebody walked up to one of you guys and you had the conversation that I had, mm-hmm. would you be a bit taken aback or does that happen to you guys all the time? Uh, I wouldn't have thought twice about it, to be honest. Yeah. I would but, assume it was yeah. weird and that maybe the person was just telling me an anecdotal story. And then if they told me that they hired prostitutes, I'd oh. think it was weird. Because I would just not know how to negotiate that socially, being like, hi, stranger, mm. here's money. Oh, a stranger. Oh, no, no he wasn't he was a stranger. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, think no I, called him, I called him a guy to protect keep, yeah. his image. <laughs> um, clever like that. <laughs> well, I mean, all you have to do is pick a town name in Ireland and add escorts.com. <laughs> and you will have any amount and of you're laughing. <laughs> Good tip, Mike. Good tip. <laughs> well, Mike gives them more than the tips, do <laughs> Well, it costs yeah. extra after that. <laughs> Wouldn't be for All right, okay. So I, I'm, I'm overreacting to this story. Yes. Occasionally, guys. No, Mark, I think it's weird. You think it's weird? Thanks, Shona. Oh. I'm, I'm on the side mm. of the feminist for once. Yeah. <laughs> In the same way that if I was dating a person and they told me they went on a stag and got a lap dance, I'd probably be upset about that. A lap dance? Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mike, Mike, you don't know the road you're on here. <laughs> no, no. You know, I, you know, maybe you're a scat three-way with a goat. <laughs> I can see that being maybe a bit, you know. That, that would shock me. That would shock me. <laughs> well, Although we I need said, to like, categorize the laptop. Sean is just processing that now. No, I, I, listen, I grew up in the city where the only thing to do was the cinema and the strip club. Mm. So in high school, mm. it became how you'd pass your weekend, that you go to the strip club. Mm. Um, it was called the Dynasty, but everyone called it the Dynasty. Oh, there were nice. jokes about Dynasty. getting crabs from uh, underwear being thrown at your face. And... Uh, <laughs> You'd go for beers, mm. and the rule yeah, was that the you'd, beers they you'd went for. well, that's mm. it. <laughs> but you'd stay for as long as it mm. took for someone you went to high school with to come on stage. And no I will, way. I will tell you, I never got past two beers. And this is like while no I'm way. in high school, people yeah. in high school coming up on stage, you're like, yeah, yeah tapping out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, so does it pay well? Thank God it didn't happen <laughs> yeah. in my town. <laughs> tips. Yeah, very good tips. Um, oh, more than the one. <laughs> yeah. I did once live in a town where it was actually hard to find a bar that didn't have strippers. Mm. What like town was that, Mike? Huh? I'm not what naming names. <laughs> God punished it. <laughs> I went into I went into a strip club in Cork with my girlfriend at the time and a friend of mine and his girlfriend. And it was exactly like you see in the movies. The girls immediately started talking to the strippers about why they were there. <laughs> and uh and it was just a bit bizarre. But uh, I I want to kind of put more criteria around like how unhappy you would be, Shona. Does is there variations of lap dance that you'd be okay with? I'm not going to discuss this in a personal <laughs> circumstance for the um, in your personal protection <laughs> for the protection Jonah. of my husband or anybody that I, I may be dating or have dated. Uh, that where this might in occur. general though, hypothetically like, speaking, hypothetically, yeah, hypothetically no, speaking, I'm not. If I'm it was not a lap dance involving tassels in the face, hmm. would that be okay? <laughs> it depends or if his, on, if his it nose on was an ass cheek sandwich. <laughs> Would that be worse? 
<laughs> I'm not engaging. <laughs> when you're engaged, <laughs> it's even worse. Yeah. So it's taken us less than ten minutes to I get know. into the gutter tonight. I I'm quite impressed. I think I, th- I think it was about two and a half minutes actually. It's just lasted longer. Yeah. Than I thought it would no, no, that that story that I heard during the week from that guy mm. whose identity I'm protecting for yeah. some reason. You were really um, shook up about it. It stuck. It stuck with me. Like, yeah. and I needed. I needed to mm. air it. Yeah. Yeah. You so know, in a safe environment where I knew I could trust the answers that I was getting. So mm. I couldn't find one of those, so I brought it here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, consider this your safe space, Mark. <laughs> Much like the Gaza Strip. <laughs> um, what, uh, oh, Steve's I, just like, where do I go from yeah, here? I, I, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> this is where no, your hosting the, skills really come into play. Steve. The consummate host is going, is there anything that we've watched this week that yeah. contains a prostitute or a stripper? How do I segue? <laughs> I had my first powerlifting competition last weekend. <gasps> yeah. How, How did it that? go? Mm. That was uh, different, I have yeah. to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Were you nervous as shit? Oh, like, yeah, all week. Was mm-hmm. it like having the shits kind of nerves? Uh, no, the opposite. Puking? Mm. No, not oh. having Happy the shits. Not being oh. nervous. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Cause, sucks. Because I, I, I dropped a bit of weight, so I dehydrated myself, so which made it oh, worse. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you had so rice krispies like, up your ass. <laughs> so then what? I like, then I was like, shit, am I might. Like rabbit poo, only dryer. <laughs> oh, I was like, am I, am I keeping weight None of you then? have ever <laughs> had the post giving birth to a baby constipation pain, so I don't even no. want to talk about <laughs> how bad that gets. Yeah, God knows. Like when when you make a poo sound painful, is it any wonder you go on about childbirth so much? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, oh, back to Easter. The, great, the greatest exaggeration ever told. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I went along. Didn't know what to expect. Um, and was it a lot of beefcakes or people from kind of every uh, level of? Uh, seriousness, let's the, say. Yeah, all sorts. I mean, there, there's a lot of people with a lot of weight on them that weren't beefcakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They just, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. powerlifting mm-hmm. isn't bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah that's you know, true. So there's a lot of people mm-hmm. that are... So there's car- fat car- people there. there. People carrying a bit, all right, yeah. mm-hmm. in, in I'm, just, I'm just trying to break through the euphemisms because they're so <laughs> clever. It's, I'm struggling. <laughs> in, in, uh, in particular, of course, over 100 kgs, you know, you'd find... Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, I think there was one dude in 145 kg category. Holy wow. shit. They have yeah, a category for that? So he, yeah. won, he won then. Yeah, he won yeah. that one, yeah. Well, just about. Um, he failed two lifts. But anyway, um, no, it was interesting. Imagine being in the category of one and losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see, I was in that category as well. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the only equipped lifter mm-hmm. in the entire competition. Yeah. Right. Like, in mm-hmm. all disciplines, all yeah. age categories and weight yeah. categories. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. This is your your gimp suit that you have to be like, plastered yeah. into and ripped yeah. out of. Well, yeah. for bench pressing, it's just a shirt, uh, yeah. rather than the squat suit thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah. you do need a bit of a hand yeah. to get into it, all right. Yeah. You look so, like you have like S and M scars across your back when you yeah. come into the podcast from your shirt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, you tell yeah. us it's your shirt, but I think you're into some of the shit that Mark's talking. Yeah. Are you the friend that Mark <laughs> was talking? Yeah. Did I tell you about that? No, uh, no. no. It, so I obviously I had to practice this like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I was over in a, a local gym and uh, it was in the steam in room Hamburg. afterwards. In <laughs> Hamburg. In the steam room afterwards and there's a guy sort of sitting up and a little bit behind me mm. and uh, I could sort of peripheral vid- vision. I was sort of talking to someone else and I could see he was sort of mm. looking at the backs of my arms and he was sort of looking away and then he looked back mm. again and I was sort of looking at, trying to catch my eye, you know? Mm-hmm. So I sort of looked up at him and he went, uh, your arms, um, nails. 
I'm like, yep. Mm. And he goes, nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell, us, tell us about your lift, Steve. Oh, when you actually got into the competition. Oh, the lifts were good. Uh, yeah, I, um, I opened with uh, something reasonably heavy, and then mm-hmm. I did two more lifts that were heavier, and mm-hmm. I passed all three, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, no technical faults. Mm-hmm. And then... What's the, te- uh, what's oh, the which, technical fault? Can you uh, give an like example? If you, if you lift your ass off the bench as you're lifting, or if you don't wait for instruction to lift and mm-hmm. when not to, or if mm-hmm. you hit the bar off the supports, or okay. stuff like that. You know, okay. the, 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 there are certain rules yeah. to how you can go about it. Yeah. Is um, there a reason you're not saying the numbers that you lifted? No. No, I was getting to it. Mm. Oh, okay, sorry. sorry. Don't, <laughs> let me, don't let me ruin your story. <laughs> so, um, so I was in, um, let's say, the open category. Um, I weighed in under 75 kilos. So that's mm-hmm. uh, uh, one I was competing in, obviously. Mm-hmm. So the open category is all ages. Um, and uh, so we had some... I was just looking down. There was 12 lifters in that category, mm-hmm. 10 or 12. And there was only three of us lifting 100 kilos or above for our opener. Yeah. Um, so I thought, okay, so the guy beside me, he's lifting 100 for his opener, and the other guy, he's lifting 125, so yeah. it's grand. So he's won it, yeah. the open category. <laughs> if he lifts that, he's won it, yeah. right? Because I'm not going to lift 125 today. So uh, the other guy started, and he lifted 100, and I lifted 100, and I came around again, and he missed his 110. Okay. But I had put down 107 and a half. All right. So I lifted my 107 and a half. So I knew he had to lift 110 the third round. Okay, yeah. So then I was asked, what do you want to lift next? I went, 112.5 you know <laughs> so, so I knew even if he got it then if I got yeah. it yeah. And I knew I'd, I I, I kind of knew I'd get it you know yeah. um, if yeah. I didn't have any you could have gone heavier than that right but you, you wanted to be sure like I, I just mm-hmm. wanted to be sure yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew I wasn't going to get first if I went heavier mm-hmm. so there was but I had a higher uh, chance of failing mm-hmm. so yeah. I just decided so you were being strategic kind of going mm-hmm. for second yeah Exactly. It's 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 gas like people that don't compete like like I've never competed in lifting. You don't realize the strategy that goes into it. Like yeah, and it's funny. It's, I, I didn't even mm. think about it until like mm. both of us had lifted a hundred. I just went oh, so he's put one ten mm. on. I went fuck because mm. if he gets that, what will he go to next? Yeah, you know yeah. that kind of way. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. I mean, there's an element of luck, obviously, then mm-hmm. as well. You know, so uh, because he did lift. No, his there isn't. Well, he lifted. Gonna, <laughs> isn't that the whole thing about weightlifting is that there's no luck involved at all? <laughs> no, there's, there's no luck. No, no there's zero luck. It's looking mm-hmm. on my part, not his mm-hmm. part. Uh, in that he lifted the one ten mm-hmm. his on his third lift, but he didn't mm-hmm. lift it on a second. Mm-hmm. But had it been the other. All oh, right. So him time. not lifting lifted your weight. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll say it again because you missed my sarcasm. Oh, right. So yeah, him missing his lift oh. lifted your weight for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it dictates... Which is what luck would be. be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, get you, I get you, I get you, I get you. There was no luck. There was just oh. pure brawn and yeah. skill in your mm. part, Steve. So, and I don't think you should be so modest. So, uh, But I, I, I think what we all want to know is once you had the tight shirt on and then you put the tension of the 110 <laughs> kilos, did that... You know, pop the plug of your constipation, or <laughs> <laughs> no? I did copious amounts of alcohol later on, so that kind of you know, helped to be able to Guinness quits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't bet. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, then, so have, have you been bitten? Oh, sorry. Go on. I'm doing it again. I keep interrupting. Yeah. So that was I'm damn uh, my impatience because I'm now in the Owlads class, the Masters. Mm-hmm. Um, I came first in that, but I came second in the Open, mm-hmm. and then the equipped. <laughs> I was joking that yeah, I'm probably come second in this. Yeah. I was the I was the only one in it. But yeah. after I lifted my first lift, you know, I was going to take the piss and lift twenty kilos for the first one. But yeah. <laughs> just the bar, please. Yeah. But anyway, I, I actually I lifted 110, 120, and then mm. I failed uh, 130 on a technicality. Mm. I lifted it, but 
something happened somewhere. I think like one hand locked before the other. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so anyway, uh, but I, it's that precise. Very... Like if one hand locks first, you're screwed. Yeah, if one elbow locks before the second elbow, yeah, they have to lock wow. at the same time. Yeah, wow. yeah, oh yeah. What if one of your arms is much longer than the other? <laughs> you better compensate. <laughs> yeah. This is this is how powerlifting is like dancing. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know that's a thing. Hmm. Uh, pro tennis players hmm. apparently they're. Their shot arm yeah. is on average an inch to two inches longer than their non-shot arm. No way. No way. No way. It's a thing. All right. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Interesting. So if uh, any of you have kids and you want to know if they have any future in the sport, just check how even their arm lengths are. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're going to ask me, am I bitten? Yeah, have you got the bug now? Are you going to do more competitions? Yeah, well, I think I am um, just to so I have a goal. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, now, now that I've done bench, mm. I think... The next one I need to work on for a couple of years before I do any serious competing is uh, deadlift and squats. While still competing at bench. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah cool. Don't do the deadlift. You'll get very strong at that. <laughs> uh, squatting the night before last. Mm. God, my legs are killing me today. I mean, killing Squat's great, yeah. yeah. Squat is great. Yeah. So, uh, do you know what's br- brilliant to throw after the squat? I have it in one of my routines is split squats, dumbbell split squats. Oh right! We stick stick one out in front and then just yeah, go down yeah. and back up again. Yeah, yeah. The burn, like Jesus, it's yeah. just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's really good mm. if you're into like burns. Mm. Speaking of exercise, mm-hmm. the young lad wanted to go for a run down Renville last night. Mm-hmm. Renville is nearby park. park. Yep, yep. And uh, it being the time of year, it's dark early. <clears throat> so we were down there. I don't know, half eight maybe. And uh, he was doing like. A gazillion rounds. <laughs> you know? And I said, yeah, I'm just going to have a walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was tipping around the circuit um, with my flashlight in the dark. And there was a, a very bright moon um, with clouds skipping across it. Mm-hmm. So as I was walking up this hill, uh, I had my flashlight in front. I had the moon coming down above it through a gap in the clouds. And then a car started coming down towards me from uphill, mm-hmm. about 200 meters away. Mm-hmm. And all of that was reflecting off the sea behind me. Oh, cool. Which combined to create the effect in front of me, to my left, on the ground, what looked like the silhouettes of a zombie apocalypse. Uh, cool. <laughs> and just for a second, I looked and I thought, it's finally happened. Yeah, am I am I scared or excited? Yeah. <laughs> all you all you really need to know to answer that question is to check what speed they are. Yeah. <laughs> so if they're slow, then you can be excited because yeah. you've got time. Yeah. But if they're fast, there's no excitement. It's yeah. just running in terror and the screaming and the dying. Um. Right. Stuff we haven't watched, or we have watched that wasn't on the list. Should I say? Wait, um, you forgot to say your overall ranking, Steve, because you did very well, and I don't want you being too modest here. My overall ranking? Yeah, you did well. I did okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. How'd you do? I, I thought I mentioned it at least twice, no? Well, mm. Let's mention it again. Uh, f- two firsts uh, and a second. Yeah, two yeah, firsts. Fair play, boy. Fair play. <laughs> thanks yep. thanks mm. for looking after me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Strong bastard or Steve. Um, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, The Flash. Speaking of superheroes. <laughs> the Flash, right? Yeah. So at the end of last season, The Flash decided that he wanted his mommy back. So he ran faster. Well, sorry, he ran fast enough to go back in time mm-hmm. and uh, stopped her from being killed. Oh. So 
everybody knows when you mess the timeline, nothing bad can happen. Yeah, I was going to mm. say, so he's fucked up the present? Yeah, so he goes back to the present then and... Ah, uh, come on, how did he go back to the present? Mm. He did ran he fast there? in the opposite direction. Oh, you're kidding me. So back to the future. It's entirely logical. Ah, Jesus. Okay, go on, go on. If you understand the speed gotcha, force gotcha. like the Flash Listen, does, if, if we're doing a time sense. travel episode, gotcha. you have to understand the no, basics. I've got, I've, got, I've got the basics, yeah. Do okay. your homework before you show yeah, up. Yeah, with the fucking Fuck program. Say. No, Jesus. I was just wondering, did he like, just sit around and watch TV? And, you know, just wait for, just wait for, for the future yeah, to come? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he gets back to normal time and he weighs 140 kilos. So the story... Arc, the comic storybook arc that uh, this is taken from is called Flashpoint. It's a very enjoyable read. takes a while to resolve. But in the TV show, they decided to do it in 40 minutes. Ah. <laughs> so the Flashpoint, I think it's a Flashpoint paradox it was called. I can't remember anywhere, but Flashpoint is what it's referred to. So Flashpoint started at the start of the episode and lasted till about five minutes to go. And uh, then they just set up the rest of the season, basically. Oh, yeah. So I said, you know that thing we we teased at the end of last season. We're done with that. Moving on, uh, which I was a bit disappointed by. All right, yeah. <clears throat> but like I know, I think I know why they did it anyway. Because all they're really doing is putting people that we know from the series in different roles. So like the super responsible dad cop mm-hmm. that took him in and raised him, mm-hmm. will not having to worry about all the responsibility of raising an adopted son along with his daughter, he's now an alcoholic and a bit of a loser. So I guess they thought, well, there's no real fun in just having these characters in different roles that are obviously only temporary. So let's just resolve it in one episode and move on. Mm. So they did that, and the setup for this season is decent, I think. Um, Okay, so uh, are you saying when he went back and saved his mother that now dad responsible cop is alcoholic or isn't alcoholic? Is alcoholic when he saved his mom. Oh, right. Because uh, he had he had his own home life. His dad didn't go to prison for not, uh, for not killing his mom. Yeah. So what about uh, his non stepsister? Non stepsister, uh, responsible dad cop's daughter, doesn't like her dad cop. Oh. Uh, at all, yeah. um, and I think she lives with the mother. And uh, have they so got together yet? Or they all changed just slightly. Like, so they, yeah, they got together last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Briefly. Yeah, what, dad, and cop then, and his daughter. No, uh, oh, Mike, dad, cop, <laughs> daughter. All right. Yep. I just want to know in a goat scat three way where the <laughs> scat comes from. Is it the goat or the person? <laughs> hey, have you ever heard of Asian fusion? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, and like uh, his do it, um, Don't do his <laughs> his step brother, his adopted brother. Yeah. was Kid Flash when he came back after saving his mom. And there's oh. a few other differences like that. Oh, and there okay. was, you know, Cisco wasn't like so, the geeky kid inventing stuff. He was a, a CEO magnate. And, is this because they ran out of story and then decided, you know what, we need a reset. We need a reboot mm-hmm. of this, this storyline. So send them back to fuck up a few things. And then we've got a whole host of new characters that are really the same characters. Yeah, but then, then they ditched it, though. Oh. They ditched it immediately. Oh. So it's, it, that's done now. Oh. So it's back um, to normal timeline. Ah, but it's not. Oh. Okay. No. So he's messed with the timeline and the timeline appears to be angry. Yeah. Mm. Because when he gets back, things aren't exactly as he left them. Mm. Ah. So it's like, look at the flash is good. I like the show. I'll, I'll keep you posted on how it develops. Is his mom still dead? Yeah. He re-killed his mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he unmurdered her and then re-murdered her. 
Yeah. No, okay. but like it wasn't him doing it, but he enabled her murder. Oh, her. oh yeah. Oh. Tough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you look at if you're the Flash, you have to make the hard calls. You think it's just Arrow that does that? <laughs> uh, Luke Cage, you got to that. Did you I finished finish it? it. Did you? You finished it? Yeah. Oh. Is it worth sticking with? Absolutely. Is it though? 100%. No, really though. Hundred <laughs> percent. I cannot be any more really? unequivocal. When does it get I good? Like when? When should I go and jump back into it? Like where about episode it? one? I know. Mm. Come on. Oh. Come on. I gave it three. Yeah. Now, come I on. think. I think. Oh, you watched three? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you still don't like it, see, maybe it's just not for you. That's yeah, okay. That's a, like, that, no, I'm wondering. Yeah, was there an mm. episode like you went? Oh yeah, episode fucking five. It, it picks up and then you're mm. like Homeland. Two I couldn't ago. watch the episodes fast enough. Like mm. all yeah, of them. Okay, okay, wow. okay. I was just dying to hear about the, how the story moved yeah. and kept okay. moving. What what Not do you think would be a comparable series in terms of your enjoyment? Is it up there with Breaking Bad, kind of good or no 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 no? Right. I watched it the same way though, mm-hmm. because Breaking Bad is really good, but the plot is a little bit slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just devour Breaking Bad episodes. Well, I did anyway because I want to get to where the thing that we know is going to happen is going to happen. Right. So you can see how it resolves. But while that's happening in Breaking Bad, there's incredible character interplay and stuff, other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So which made it such a good show. And then every like two or three episodes, a thing happens, right. which you might call action, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but it isn't always, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be a crisis point mm-hmm. or something like that that you know was coming. Yeah. So you reckon it's a, a very good show, but not an all-time classic? No, not an all-time classic. I preferred it to Daredevil. Okay. <gasps> yeah, wow. I look at it, I'm just mm-hmm. saying it. I did, right? Um, I like Daredevil a lot. I thought the elector the last season wasn't amazing. Um, yeah, I'd agree. It's not as strong as the first season, but still really no. good. Um, I Jessica Jones knows the other one. Mm. I think I prefer Jessica Jones to this, and I think I'm the only person left that likes Jessica Jones. People are giving out so much I shit love about it. Jessica Jones. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I think Jessica Jones is slightly better, but I still really like it. Method Man does a rap in it. I'm now a Method Man fan. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. It was really amazing. It captured the spirit of the whole season. Wow, he's two fans now. You and him. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, well, no, apparently all the people in the show really like him also. Cool. Um, actually, did you what finish did you? Mr. Robot season one? Yes. You did? I thought it finished okay. It came back a bit. Oh, it, it started really, really strong. Yeah. got really lost in the middle. Yeah. And then made yeah, a, oh, a, a oh, decent... Oh, next episode, yeah. I think... Yeah. The hook at the end of the season was interesting, but I don't know that it makes up for a whole season of disappointment. Mm. I'll see what comes next. I would watch it, but I'm going in there still with a heavy heart. I'm only hearing good things about season two. Really? Now, I've started it, but I haven't. Oh, has it come out yet? It. Oh, yeah, it's out. Um, oh, wow. It's, uh, it's done, I think. Oh, okay. It was during the summer, yeah. Um, I think came out. It started back in June or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, okay. um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. It's pretty strong uh, right. from what I've seen so far. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't finished it, obviously. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Especially with the way that season one ended, I'm kind of curious to see yeah. what yeah. happens there. But um, I'm still just so bummed at the middle of that season. I just became so directionless. I can't mm. believe something that started I know. so well in a pilot just like, oh, could Jesus, so quickly really? just go <laughs> off track. Yeah, strongest pilot ever. Mm. It was know? amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Saturday Night Live did a skit on it. Did it? Yeah, and it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. At the Margot Robbie, Robbie so it was episode one of this mm-hmm. season. Um, oh, is yeah. she just like a special guest on every episode, or is she no, part of the just, cast? No, just the first episode. Oh, 
okay. They have a different celebrity usually mm-hmm. most weeks. I know how it works. Yeah, I grew yeah, up so on yeah. SNL. Yeah, that's, that's why you're asking <laughs> stupid questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can we just talk a little bit more about Margot Robbie? No, we're moving on. Like. <laughs> 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 I let you talk about her ass at length during your Suicide Squad review, and I'm still not over it. So. Hey, you know who we should talk about, Mike, though? Who? Hayley Atwell. Hayley Atwell. Yeah, Agent mm. Carter. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a, a new uh, series. So, this is coming from a man who is wearing a unicorn on a rainbow t-shirt <laughs> with a kitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scabs, I'm comfortable in my own skin. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new uh, series called Conviction. Mm-hmm. Started and Hayley Atwell is a brilliant young attorney who is also the daughter of former U.S. president, and she's blackmailed into heading up New York City's new Conviction Integrity Unit. Mm. All right, um, she and her team investigate cases where people may have been wrongly convicted, says IMDb. Um, <coughs> yeah, this <coughs> is. I, look, it's not the best show ever. Uh huh. It's not. Uh, it's it's one of those sort of mid tier. It's yeah. a good mid tier show. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's a Tuesday nighter. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, it would. Uh, you know, <coughs> Haley Arwell is brilliant in it. Mm-hmm. And so talented. Oh, so talented. <laughs> She is so <laughs> that girl. So I, I saw I saw it initially in Agent Carter. I went, she is talented, but in this she's really talented. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's good fun. It's good fun. You know, it's not a show you take too seriously. Mm-hmm. She's she's as, as I said, she's the US, mm-hmm. former U.S. president's daughter. Mm-hmm. She's a great attorney, and then mm-hmm. we start with her in the first mm-hmm. scene is her in the clink. Mm-hmm. Right, and somebody come along going, oh. "I get you out, but you have to do this." And she's yeah. like, "Ah, oh, because she's yeah. caught with like, uh, I don't know, grams of cocaine or something uh-huh. that she's yeah. personal use." Yeah, because yeah. um, she's a bit of a party girl, uh-huh. um, yeah. and she has no bones about telling mm-hmm. everyone to, you know that yeah. she is a party girl, yeah. which is quite funny uh-huh. actually at times. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's worth a look. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth so it. If you like Kaylee Adwell, it's definitely <laughs> worth the look. Yeah. So at the end of the series, is she going to be getting her mom out of jail? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not touching that one. <laughs> um, Five to two. <laughs> yeah, I would give a thriller. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I'll definitely be watching more. Um So now we've... Uh, that's uh, Hayley Adwell. Okay, mm. great. Uh, Berlin Station. A revisit. Was I gone the week that you reviewed the pilot? We didn't notice. I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Either t- like this TV show has not registered with me at all. So oh, I'm trying to remember I if I watched it. I like espionage. Yeah, I like espionage. I don't. Mm. Was it a, was it a full review? Because I wasn't on it either. I don't think. Um, I think it was myself and Mike just saw it. Yeah. This was just something that you put on. Well, I, I've yeah, we gotten back went, oh, to it anyway since yeah. just to you see lazy what lazy-ass bastards hadn't yeah. fucking watched it. Yeah. So I am. Um, Call yourself I, professional. I, I really, <laughs> I really like. I really like the first one with Jean Claude Van Damme. Um, and it's partic- <laughs> particularly appropriate for for this episode where we do about time travel. But like for. I suppose if you've reviewed it already, you probably covered it. But in the first Time Cop, uh, John claude Van Damme is the titular Time Cop. So he goes back in time to prevent people from messing with the timeline. 
in the second one, um, <laughs> Berlin Station. Sorry, Time Cop 2, the Berlin decision. Um, it's a similar setup, but it doesn't have the star power that is Jean-Claude Van Damme. So I, uh, I'm not sure where you saw the themes of espionage in it. To me, it was just like, a, I guess, a, an action flick, a popcorn movie, if you Tom like. Johnson. That, um, that um, just threw in some uh, basic time travel principles for, for funsies. Okay. <laughs> but no, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I would recommend it. Berlin decision. Great title. <laughs> I watched episode two. You mightn't have seen that one, Mark. <laughs> There's another time cop. <laughs> the plot taken in this one. Richard Armitage continues to brood. Hmm. Yeah, but he's collecting cl- clues. And mm-hmm. uh, the thing is, he's collecting clues to find the next link in the puzzle. Okay, you know, so he's, yeah. he's gradually getting there. You yeah. know, he's, he's I, been a lot of broody. Yeah, he's been in the town for quite some time now. He is. Has he changed his disguise, like maybe putting his baseball cap on backwards? You know, is, what? This, is this, this trying to get what, around the problem where that if you happens? touch your past self, you turn into a kind of a blob thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, what happened was he, he he didn't make it better. He made it worse. Oh, no. Yeah, because now he doesn't have just the baseball cap. Uh-huh. Now he's got Nikes. Okay. Uh, you I know bet, why I noticed? Because no. I've got the same ones. <laughs> oh, my God, he's right. Oh, yeah, that doesn't really work in Bernal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, has, I, he, I has bet, he got like stars and stripes on the back, on the back like, of his jacket? Like a cape. Yeah. <laughs> like evil can evil. Yeah. You know, so, don't mind me. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so, uh, yeah, he's, he's found some CCTV footage of, um, the dude going in to, uh, do the deed with oh, yeah. uh, Claudia. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't mm-hmm. too pleased about that. I bet he wasn't. And some photos. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, he actually broke an enter. Mm-hmm. He was like, naughty boy, into Claudia's mm-hmm. place and mm-hmm. uh, found some other stuff that leads him to the journalist who is sort of the go-between to mm-hmm. our uh, Thomas Shaw character. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Are um, you trying to m- fix it so Mike doesn't have to watch this episode? Yes, yeah. totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, is it, does it improve on the first episode, Steve? Is it getting better yes, this show? I, I'm getting to this, yes. So, uh, the, just hurrying you along. Yeah. <laughs> so he meets the, there's a great scene where he meets the journalist mm-hmm. and it's a real espionage one, sort of, mm-hmm. they, they're both on the corner of a building. He says yeah. the meter and he sort of sneaks up with the baseball cap. Yeah. yeah. And from under his baseball cap, he starts yeah. talking to her. Yeah. <laughs> just around the corner yeah, with his yeah. back to her. And then. <laughs> you she, ain't seen me, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's telling her, you know, your life's endangered. She's mm-hmm. like, no, it's fucking not. You're just yeah. telling me that so I don't say stuff. Yeah. You know, fuck off. <laughs> and then she legs it. Right. Yeah. So he, he's not too successful there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you just know she's going to get. Mm-hmm. Like, it's only know, a matter of time. Ah, murdered in the mm-hmm. face. Yeah. So, um. Just as well, they can go back in time in the show. <laughs> but don't meet yourself. <laughs> um, his German has gotten better. Okay. Yeah, he's got the accent going on now. Oh, and, yeah? uh, when he gets angry, it's better, mm. actually. Uh-huh. But you can see he's sort of concentrating yeah. on it. Yeah. You know. um, the Deutsche sexy. Yeah. <laughs> so, Michelle Forbes uh, plays uh, Valerie Edwards in this. She is... Do you remember there's like... Um, Richard Jenkins, who's the boss man. Yeah. And then there's two second in commanders, mm-hmm. let's yeah. say. So she is undermining the two lads, oh. which is great. Oh. Right? She's doing the strong woman thing, uh-huh. right? And really like pulling the carpet oh. out from under them yeah. in front of their boss. Yeah. Like what, what does she lift? A carpet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so she un- undermines. It's, it's pretty much the good old boys club, you know? Mm-hmm. She does it twice Ooh. in the episode. And she's really smart about it yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, I really like that character. Yeah. Um, Valerie Edwards. It, they should do a spin-off with Valerie Edwards. Mm-hmm. Telling you, with Agent I'd Carter, it. I'd watch it in the shower. <laughs> um, Richard Jenkins, uh, great as always. He does some really, you know, some real spy uh, handoff stuff. Has a few great moments 
with his wife actually, which uh, some great scenes because mm. she confronts. Oh, Mike should be into those. It's great, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, no, and uh, we kind of see a lot of them. <laughs> and then he has a not so good one with his mistress. Um, mm-hmm. But have to say, solid acting. Mm-hmm. Will I watch more? Definitely. Yeah, I, right. Well, I'll so give it, I'll it's give better, it, is it? I mean, yeah, it, number two, sort of. It's lost most of its problems. It's still uh, the, the the problems that were there are not as much mm-hmm. problematic. Well, what were the problems for those of us that weren't paying attention in the last episode? <laughs> mm-hmm. Thought it was a little slow in places, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's speeded up. There's, it can be a little bit. Well, actually, initially we thought it was going to be a little bit talky, but in mm-hmm. this, it, they sort of don't need to talk as much because uh, there's. It's not that it's action, action, mm-hmm. but their actions speak yeah. louder than words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's great, and uh, also uh, Sherlock's brother is brilliant as Hector. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Moriarty? No, not Moriarty. Mycroft. Mycroft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's great. Um, infra- he's, he's got sort of like a Welsh name. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Riss. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like We're just thinking of Welsh names. Ingrid Fanes or Fariz or so. Oh, shit. <laughs> I look it up now in a minute. Mm. But anyway, um, uh, fuck it, it escapes him. But anyway, yeah, it's good. It's good. Watch Worth it. Watch. watch it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. So, who saw MTV Strip Date? <laughs> <laughs> MTV Strip Date is a new show where you can dress up the person you're going on a blind date with. The way you want your ideal person to dress as. No way. Oh, so the yeah. opposite of stripping. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, I was so disappointed when I heard the concept for this. Wait, this is the opposite of stripping. They can't misname it like that. That's they've totally misnamed it, and they got me. Uh, it's they clickbait. They the made TV us watch world. it. <laughs> I can't believe that. What a lie. So like, say, say, say your ideal date is someone that dresses in like. You know, a long Sweats. black dress, mm. right? Is this like if you're going on a date, Shona, on this, so it, the guy would be dressed in a suit? Suit would be attired? Oh, uh, no, I don't. Suits aren't my favourite. No, no, no. no. no? Only no. on Colin Firth. I, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That's, I just, exactly I just appreciate going. a well-tailored suit. I think okay. guys like me. And you'd be in your casual. heels and uh, mm. leather miniskirt. Obvs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say, let's say that your preference was a girl that wore a long black dress and it was blonde. Let's say. Okay. Right. They will find a dark-haired girl that wouldn't be caught dead in a dress. Dress her in one for the start of the date, and then halfway through the date, they switch into their regular clothes. And because it's reality TV, they don't just let them pick regular, regular clothes. Mm-hmm. They pick the worst items in their wardrobe. Mm. Like the girl in this first episode that I watched mm. was wearing a psychedelic tent. <laughs> and tiny, tiny uh, denim shorts. Yeah. Above her corned beef legs. What, oh God. What's so, corned beef legs? Never seen you know, legs that look like corned beef? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> you never see legs that look like corned beef? Like, corned beef in what way? Like, like you, miscolored? You can, you know, yeah, you see bits of veins and, you know. Cellulite. And, and, you know, little fat Jesus, patches. Jesus, there's like new yeah. levels of things to be <laughs> self-conscious about. <laughs> <laughs> never going to the pool again. Yeah. <laughs> Really? Uh, no, Shona, you've seen them, them. Like. you just didn't have a name for yeah, them. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Now I you probably do just you called them, them human legs. <laughs> <laughs> or probably, oh, good God, legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see, maybe you're just yeah. not judgmental enough. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. It's a wonder you fit in so well here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the concept of the show. Mm. That's so what it's the do. opposite of stripping. That's really offensive. Because oh. well, Mike no, they... told me, uh, Mike, I think you put it beautifully last <laughs> week that... Now, if if I could waste time, I'd pull it up here. But it was something along along the lines of, Shona, 
you and I fight about most things, <laughs> but I think when it comes to reality TV, we separated at birth. We were separated at birth. <laughs> yeah. So, Reese, I fans. You were so That's exactly close. who Whoa. I was yeah, thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. of. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I yeah, thought sorry. the, the first Welsh guy I knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Mike, tell me, do I need to watch this show? Oh, you do. You so need to watch this show. I would watch it anyways. Yeah. Even if you said no, I'd be like, okay, yeah. and I'd go home and watch it. So. Like, this, is the, this is up there with, remember the nuns in training? That was. I was just thinking <laughs> last week how much I missed that show. I hope yeah. there's a season two. Why isn't there a season two? I don't know. Everyone, no, no one's a nun anymore. They're yeah. just like, like that. <laughs> okay, so um, I will watch how people dress other people for fun. Yeah, what would I, you, I actually what would watched you dress five in? episodes. Did you? <laughs> Is it so like it's girls dressing guys and guys dressing girls? Yes. What kind of stuff yeah. are they dressing each other in? Well, that's the thing. It's it's a bit like first dates. Yeah. In that they go deliberately for people who won't match, people who are unusual. Yeah, of course. Um, and I don't care about that stuff. Tell me, what kind of stuff are they... What clothes are they putting each other in? Well, that, that's the wonderful thing. It's a window into a person's fantasy. Right. Yes. So, it's like... So, like, if I show it up and I'm like, so you're homeless, but I'd really love to see you in a tailored suit and look a little bit like Colin Firth. They make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> see, the pretense is that you, you know, that you don't know they're going to dress the other person the way you want. Like, mm. So, at the start, they're going, well... My ideal man would dress. Oh, I see. <clears throat> yeah. I'm like, I just like a man in a nice tailored suit. And then I show up at the date. There's a guy wearing a nice suit. And then That's I'm like, right. oh my God, he's my type. And then he goes to the bathroom and comes back and he's dressed like a homeless man. And I'm exactly. like, oh, shit. Yeah. And that's yeah, the beauty they, of the they, show is their oh. reaction after they see the real person. Oh, God. It's like, do you judge person's skin deep? That sounds horrible slash even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there are some real fucking mm-hmm. shocks. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like there was one guy he was uh, uh he was from the east end of london a, a real gavna kind of a, you know? <laughs> and they dressed him up as basically an english country gentleman with you know uh, like a tweed waistcoat and a flat cap and and big uh long boots and stuff right and he just looked at himself in the mirror before he went out to meet the girl and he just started laughing and then one of the things is they 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 have a video chat with their best friend Right. Before they go out and his best friend looks at me, he just could not stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, first episode I saw, the girl in it was a bit of crack because she plainly was not picking clothes that her ideal man would wear. She was trying to make somebody look ridiculous. So she was said, I love a man in wellies. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, so God. the guy had to come out wearing fucking wellies. Like, <laughs> and like I don't, I don't pretend to understand women, but I don't know if that will be in your fancy wardrobe for many wow. people. Maybe she just liked yeah. rubber. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. She preferred him in his own clothes. Then afterwards, which just goes, see, I knew it. Yeah. See, this kind of concept was already done by Channel Four with their um, what was it called, Naked Attraction. Where, yeah. you know, you start naked, mm-hmm. but then when you go on the date, you're like, oh, this mm-hmm. is how they dress. And I always think I'd want to know how they dress before I saw them naked because I think mm-hmm. you can tell a lot about a person and like yeah. what they're like. Because like if they look great naked, you mm-hmm. haven't spoken to them yet. You could be mm-hmm. like, all right, let's go on a date with this person. And then you go yeah. on a date and they're like a fucking goth. Like, yeah. what's the point? <laughs> um, go home. Yeah, I'm not going to have sex with you. Maybe if, you if like they could will the two. Well, if you like goth, that's fine. <laughs> um, but you've seen them naked at that point. Yeah. yeah. Like clothes surely are just and, in the way. And they've seen you naked too, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. But which are corned beef legs. But if they're all like, <laughs> <laughs> if they're if they're, 
they're they're dressing would give you insight to the see i guess the difference here being that i mm. would care about the person's personality and general mm. style in order to have sex <laughs> with them. so yeah you're talking to an amateur over here uh, thinking way too deep yeah. in that one <laughs> yeah yeah but it, it is quite interesting in that like when i first saw the show i basically assumed that every episode you know the Female would want the male dressed basically like Colin Firth in a suit. <laughs> right. And the male would want the girl dressed like, I don't know, a Wichita Margo hooker Robbie. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Wichita? Why not Wichita? A dirty little flaxen wench. Yeah. But instead you were surprised to see people had they, there strange was variation. Taste. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. There's right, all Mike, kinds of tastes out sh- there. Okay. Sean, Mike, Sean asked you and you ducked it. What would your ideal woman there dress There we go. In? Thanks, Mark. Uh, a cat. Probably. <laughs> Probably a little bit like Kate Beckinsale in the world. Oh, so it would be a catsuit. Shona. Yeah. Same question, only about a boy. Oh, I, I like a good casual style, a nice pair of jeans. Uh T shirt or a shirt, you know, depending, depending how they wear it. What about a t shirt with a unicorn and a kitty on it? That would be amazing. <laughs> I would let that person buy me a drink. But I would not have sex with them. <laughs> <laughs> ever <laughs> ever ever <laughs> but we become best friends for sure yeah besties <laughs> Mike friends owned by a t-shirt I was gonna say that was immediate friends owned t-shirt for sure guys you know they're completely missing a trick with this show yeah how so you know, so, so what, what, what how would you like them to dress a uh, uh, suit their birthday suit. <laughs> <laughs> there was boom. one. There was one guy who was asked, and he said underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, like you, you can go on a date in underwear, like. Hmm. Well, well, yeah, we've been to Letterkenny. <laughs> <laughs> See, the beauty of moving to a town is you don't feel responsible for it. <laughs> so I can, I can go. Yeah, those crazy Letterkenny people. They're not really one of them. They don't accept me. <laughs> Um, so that was MTV Strip Date. Will you watch more, Mike? <laughs> or Mark, if, sorry. If, if there's any left to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll be watching anymore, Steve. I don't really care enough about clothes, to be honest. <laughs> I'll watch some for the crack. Yeah. Um, yeah. Follow-up from last week. Uh, who watched Haunted on the recommendation of our uh, dearest uh, Esteemed Shona? colleague. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Esteemed I have colleague. it ready to go. Esteemed and dearest <laughs> colleague. Yeah. I Sky plus it, I TiVo'd it, I DVR'd it, whatever the appropriate term is for your region. Yeah. <laughs> and I have it ready to go, I just haven't gotten around to watch it. But I, from your guys' review, I'm really interested in watching it. Yeah. You made it sound like a great show. I'm hoping you haven't let me down. it is a great show. Did you see it, Mike? I did indeed. Yeah? yeah. And did it live up to my review? It did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, it's the reality TV thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Separated at birth. Um, Mike, I'm going to suggest that your specialist category in this year's bikey should be best reality TV show. <laughs> okay, Mark. I yeah. will uh, take that under advisement. Mm. Okay, good. I'm yeah. so sure that that's what it should be that I wrote it in for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll change that to cat suit before. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, we all remember 2015 where you left it blank. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought I'd help you out a bit there. Ah, uh, cheers, Mark. That's what friends are You're for. Class of a friend. All right, so back back to Hunted. <clears throat> what did you watch the episode two premiere, or did you start with season one? I started with season one. Yes, good one. Okay. Yeah, and I watched four episodes. Mm. Um. I didn't like it at all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't get your homework. Ah, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it uh, it's great. They take just basic losers, hmm. 
and they put them, put them up against all this technology mm-hmm. yeah. and experience and stuff. And you kind of feel at the beginning, these guys aren't going to last two hours. Mm. And they, they do. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah the people who get it, through. It's, it's a testament to the ineptitude of the authorities. That no, they but can. what's funny is that <laughs> oh. some people over plan and you think mm. they have got every situation covered. Yeah. And then all it takes is a good interrogation from the ground crew at that yeah. person's home or uh-huh. searching their home for clues. Yeah, yeah. And they've given themselves up. Yeah. There are two guys in the first season uh-huh. who, are they actually remind me of you two? They're they're very savvy with their technology. Mm. They've kind of got it worked out how they're going to sidestep yeah. everything. I'm not going to give it away, but I will say <laughs> you don't always know everything. Yeah. Oh, there's a twist. Is that what you're telling us? Ooh, no, there's twists. Twist. Well, no, it's yeah. unknown unknowns. Is unknown the unknowns. Okay, yeah, because okay. yeah, you can plan for your like for your known knowns, yeah, obviously, yeah. and known <laughs> unknowns you can cover. <laughs> you can add contingency for yeah. But yeah. unknown unknowns. That's how they get you. Mm. Mm. Sure. Um, um, so yeah, totally compelling show. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm dying to watch it. It's ended though. It's only got three seasons. Mm-hmm. But there's only this is season two that's showing. Oh, it's not showing. It's old. Like three seasons came out and they're done. Oh really? I think I'll check my facts, but that's that's what I saw. Um, Shona in time loop horror once more. <laughs> yeah, um, I could be Shona. I could be totally wrong. No, I could be totally wrong about that. It's like almost but, uh, like having a baby has thrown me completely out of uh, <laughs> out of connection with what the kids are watching mm. these days. So maybe there is three seasons. I was fairly mm. certain this was new, but sure, there we go. Wolf Creek. Oh, Steve. Yeah. Uh, What's it think- about, Mike? Okay. Is it about wolves in a creek? Yes, it is, Steve. <laughs> it is. That's right. It's not yeah. just a place that people live that's mm. called Wolf Creek. No, it, it's, oh, it's okay. about wolves in the creek. Oh, that, clean names. That, that wear kitten t-shirts. All oh, right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, there was a movie. Oh, yeah. It's probably nearly 10 years at this stage. Okay. A very nasty little movie. Was uh, it a young adult movie? It's got that ring to it, that Wolf Creek. Oh, no, no. No? Okay. No. There were young adults in it, but not for very long. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm with you. So it, it basically charted some young people having an, an adventure an in the adventure. in the Australian outback. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. And um, at a, what would you call it? Like a petrol station slash... The only place for a hundred miles with any people in it. Well, you'd find a dunny, mate. <laughs> yeah, find a Danny. <laughs> <laughs> um, they meet this uh, kind of farmer slash hunter slash crocodile Dundee sort of all round cool. Australian cobber. Cobber. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. And he's got a track. Mm-hmm. Um, so he offers to help them out. Uh, brings them back to. He, he basically lives in a scrapyard yeah. in the middle of yeah. fucking nowhere. Yeah. And the first movie and the second movie is basically charts the tale of him disemboweling anybody he can get his hands on. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the beauty of, of the movies was the personality of the guy. Um, he's intriguing in much, much the same way as Hannibal is. Yeah. Uh, you know, though, like Hannibal is so reserved. Yeah. But you know with his eyes he's carving your face off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas this fella, he's like your your best buddy. You know, the kind of guy he'll sit down, have a beer with you, talk shite. Yeah. And then he'll cut then he'll cut your throat. <laughs> just for the crack. Alright, okay. And In it's a friendly sort of way. Yeah. He'll he'll cut your throat cu- cut your throat friendlily. <laughs> yes, that's the word. A friendlily. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh you know, it's quite clear he he lives 
off the earth, more or less. You know, right. he'll he'll catch a deer or a rabbit or a kangaroo or whatever, and they quite graphically show him skinning an animal and eating it or whatever. Mm. And then, you know, half an hour later, he's doing the same thing with a 19-year-old British tourist. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. So, Mike, how well does it capture the horror of the first movie? The first movie, Wolf Creek, was good, I thought. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me. Well, there's the thing. They got the same guy back. Oh, no way. The Wolf Creek dude. No way. Is oh, so in it's TV. A, it's like they did with Dust Till Dawn. Then. Or not Dust Till Dawn, but uh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. got Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. back. Cool. Okay. Um, is it a cult movie? Like, I, I don't remember Wolf Creek. It is. I don't know if it was cult status. I thought it was very was it? good, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it was bordering cultish. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Were there wolves in it? Were there wolves? No. No. Uh, no wolves. Because, uh, see, I was going to say, yeah. I'm not watching that bullshit then. There there's no wolves a, in Australia. There might have been a few dingoes. Dingoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Wolf Creek is... I'm actually not sure if it takes place before or after the movies. It's uh, right. it's in the same universe, yeah. but the timeline isn't clear. Nah, it's in Oz, mate. <laughs> yeah. Dream torn. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, the the story arc for this series is that there is a young uh, a young woman who somehow becomes interconnected with our hero. Mm-hmm. Did I say here? Sorry. <laughs> the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And um, he becomes aware of her. Mm-hmm. She's very aware of him. Mm. And so they, there's awareness is what you're trying yes, to Yes, lots yeah. of awareness. Okay. And they basically... <laughs> Sounds compelling. <laughs> Hashtag awareness. <laughs> <laughs> They're basically playing cat and mouse across the outback. Oh. Um, oh, okay. And there are, there are other... Bit of ducking and diving. Fairly important characters, yeah. like there's some bikies. Yeah, yeah. They ride bikes. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's a cop yeah. um, who's frantically trying to catch up with, you know, stage one of what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it 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 really nicely captures the, the barrenness and sheer rundownness of the place. It, it, oh, right, it okay. looks like Mad Max. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a great atmosphere about it. So they live like in a station. Yeah, Scottish. Ah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. And uh, were, were they Scottish? Uh, no. <laughs> From the accent you idiots are doing. <laughs> we worked hard on that accent. Yeah, yeah. Fuck's yeah, sake! Yeah. We spent hours, yeah, hours yeah. rehearsing that. Prep the fuck out of it. <laughs> so it's good, Mike. It's good. Brilliant. As you know, I'm al- already a, already a captive audience, <clears throat> but uh, the fact that they got the original guy back and let him expand on his original personality. Mm. Um, you get to know him much better in this than you did in the movies because they simply have more time to do it. Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, six episodes. I've watched four. Um, recommended. If oh, you, God, if you, you watched like, four. You, it must be really good. Right. Yeah. I, I'm dying to see this yeah. now. If you like pointy things stuck into people's orifices. Soft bits. Yeah. Steve, uh-huh. speaking of pointy bits and orifices. Have you seen Hunt for the Wilder People yet? No, I haven't. You looking forward to it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. What I was Hunt talking to a guy, not yeah. the Hamburg guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different guy, friend of mine. Amsterdam. And he watched it, and he was a huge fan of what we do in the shadows. Oh, was he? 
Oh, and okay. I said, well, did you watch Eagle versus Shark? Mm. <laughs> and he hadn't seen it. And I said, well, whatever you do, don't. <laughs> it's Oigle. Take your way Titi anyway is the guy behind yeah, yeah, this yeah. as well. That's right. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yes. So, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah, apparently yeah. he said that it, it was at least as funny and he thinks funnier than what we do in the shadows. No way. Mm. That's what he said. It's just, that was it's a just pretty good movie. Guy's opinion. That was a pretty good movie. Mm. As was Eagle vs. Shark. Yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Eagle vs. Shark was terrible. Was awesome. What we do in the shadows was fun. I enjoyed what we do in the shadows, but mm. Eagle vs. Shark should be fucking shot. Oh, man, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's, it's I would take some I of that goat scat. No, it's very dry, but yeah, Shoot it's, it's excellent. Um, cool, yeah, it's, Thanks for reminding me about that movie. I must or some of Steve's Rice crispy poo from last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, believe me. I was like giving birth. <laughs> Only harder, probably. Yeah. 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 Oh, I was uh, crying for a C-section at one yeah. stage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right. So it has to carry on the pretense of her Next. sex. Yeah. What can she do? Guess what? Steve, Steve, there's, there's what? a knife in your back there. Guess what? What, Steve? What? What? It's return to the pop quiz. Oh, fuck yeah! off. <laughs> oh, you man, I hate right. this pop That's quiz right. so much. I hate it. I love, it's kind of like when I play video games and I'm so bad at them that I just make a game out of killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> These quizzes are the equivalent of how I play video games. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, right, we're gonna go, uh, Mark, Mike, Shona, okay. Right, oh no. No, let me see. Mark, Shona, Mike, actually is the way it's gonna go. So, Mark, does Kevin, does Kevin like bacon? (laughs) Yes. He does. Good man, one point. Uh, Shona. I'm ready. How many logs could Matthew McConnell log log if Matthew McConnell log could log logs? That's an easy one. Five? Oh, sorry, it's three. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Good, 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 what? Good, I don't good, understand. Good, good, good. Uh, Mike, name three. an actress whose surname begins with F. Surname? Yeah. As opposed to like porn name? Yes. I've got this. I've got this. Uh, Farrah Fawcett. Sorry, no. <laughs> it was uh, Mia Farrow. So, uh, Mark, true or false? Yes. Emily Blunt can't swim. True. Sorry, it's uh, false. No way. She can swim. I thought. Yeah. I thought that you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that Double negative, man. Yeah. Uh, true or false, uh, Shona? Yeah. Jodie Foster was the world's first lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, uh, <laughs> that is true. You're right. It was true. It's yeah, true. it is true. Everyone knows that. Um, <laughs> she founded the nation of lesbians. Everyone before her was just confused, but she kind of just. Yeah. Trod the path yeah. of lesbians. She made it a thing. She made it a <laughs> thing. Yeah. She defeated medical science. <laughs> yeah, there's Mike. only GBTC back then. Mike, true or false? Owen Wilson rents out his nose for the or to the state of Louisiana for ski season. Well, maybe for the levees to reinforce the levees, but I don't see it for skis, so that's false. You're right, Mike. You're right, Mike. <laughs> well done. Well reasoned, well Michael. Well reasoned. Well reasoned. <laughs> Mark, uh, name the movie. Oh, name the movie. World War Two. Oh yeah, it's set in World War Two, uh, nineteen ninety-three. It was made starring Liam Neeson and Ralph uh, Finney's. <laughs> uh, oh fuck, I don't know. Take World it. War Two. <laughs> it's set in World War Two. The Gardener. 
World War Two. Not it's not Enemy at the Gate, is it? With Liam Neeson. Oh, Liam Neeson's in it, right? Um, um, Star Wars. Ralph Finney's. Ralph Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Lamb. No, no, sorry, pass. <laughs> Bonus point, anyone? Constant Gardner has. Uh, no, no, Schindler's List. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, C Mark, it was in black and white, so you wouldn't have remembered it. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Shona. Which actress starred in Hail Caesar, Lost in Translation, and The Horse Whisperer? Scarlett Johansson. Nice. You're welcome. Nice. Okay. Whoa, she's right in there with us. Mm. Uh, Mike, which actor starred in Boogie Nights, The Departed, and The Italian Job? Boogie Nights. I've never seen Boogie Nights. Um, Boogie Nights. Leonardo Boogie Nights. No, <laughs> gonna have to open that to the floor. I think. <coughs> Name the films again: Boogie Nights, Michael Caine, uh, The Italian Job, and uh, The Departed. It's the only one I know. What I do? I've oh, only seen one of The guy that looks like him. The guy that looks like him from yeah, the unless island. you're giving an answer. Toby Maguire. No, no, your man. What's his name? Come on. Good-looking fella. Blood Diamond. Ah. Blood name. Come on, Mark. Ah, he's old now. He's old now, and no, he did the no, drugs no, wrong film. Guy, wrong guy, mm. wrong guy. It was Mark Wahlberg. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so far out. So Mike and Mark are joint second with one point, and Shona's two points. This <laughs> is Nova, right? I always win. <laughs> I think that's Shona's first victory. It is my it first. Is, is. Unless you're the last first time you told me I me. won, and then you were yeah. like, "You no. win, <laughs> tying for last." <laughs> How could she win after dropping that simple McConnell log question? <laughs> I was so I know, confused totally. by it. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, so uh, first of all, TV is timeless. This is a bit like Time Cop, and it stars Abigail Spencer. Um, she's a professor, or uh, heading to be a professor, or mm. is a professor, sorry, of um, history. History, <laughs> in this case. Um, yes, Mike, she looks fantastic. Mm. She does. She's a beautiful woman. Isn't I know she? her from um, Suits. Yes, mm. exactly. She looks fantastic. Who is she in Suits? She's the girlfriend, love of interest Harvey. to Harvey. Mm. You know the one that's kind of like they have a love, well, not love hate. Oh but yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, I never noticed that. I watched a lot of Suits and I never spotted that. Mm. She was so Abigail Spencer in this mm. that I couldn't tell. It's funny, Steve, that you say the first of our TV. <laughs> Having talked about TV for Having an hour. <laughs> yeah, well, the first of our official TV on the official list. Um, yeah, so uh, what happens is there's a time machine has been invented by this private company and the military are going, what the fuck? How come we fucking got this? And they said, you didn't give us research money, so fuck mm-hmm. off. So uh, these uh, rebels of, I, I think it's Eastern European mm-hmm. uh, origin. Oh, they have to be Serbian. Yeah. <laughs> they they come along, hijack it, jump into it, and go back in time. So they mm. send back three people to stop them doing what they're doing, mm. and they go back. Uh, the guys have headed back to the exact day and time of the Hindenburg disaster. Why that? Because it's all they're going revealed. to bend it to their own ends. Oh. Yeah, oh. yeah. Because if that doesn't happen, other stuff doesn't happen, and oh. blah blah. blah. So, Man, I, I just picked any grand national in history. <laughs> and that's why you would be mayor Biff. <laughs> so yeah, the first immersion shattering thing that happened in this TV show is if you were going back to a set point in time there's no rush in the present yeah 
So we're going to go to 1937 at four o'clock in the afternoon, whether we leave now or in two days. But it was all, quickly, you're the only people close by and we must do this immediately. Yeah. Grab whatever you Who can reach. you have an underwear bra on? Go! <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. That that really annoyed me. But um, this is going to be a problem and I'll talk about it more when we talk about um, other so content later. But yeah. the problem with these time travel TV shows is it's been done on Star Trek. Mm. It's all been done already. And it's been, like, especially time travel, it's been done over and over again. Yeah, you right? have to do a twist if you're going to make it interesting. Yeah. yeah but so, look, 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 I can take that argument, right? But how many love finished. stories are there? <laughs> you know, is that not the same thing? I, I don't think it's a good argument. You know, well, in, in, wasn't there that I don't even know what I'm arguing. I'm not was trying to, oh, sorry, Mark. That movie we watched last year that made Mark cry, where the... Brendan Gleeson. Brendan. No, Donald Gleeson was oh, going back. The, Bill yeah, Nye was his dad. About time. I love yeah. about time. I was it? Was it about time? That movie. Yes. Yeah. See, that was an originalist concept. Yeah. This one isn't even original. No. <laughs> Using right. last week's definition of original, original, and originalist. Um, it's it's not even original to be fair because there's it's the basic tropes of time travel. The only thing that hooks you is. There is, like you pointed out, Steve, there's a, a, you know, kind of a foreshadowed love story going on, mm-hmm. right? And I guess the hook at the end of the episode as well, the consequences of changes in time is one of the things that we're going to be uh, com- coming back to watch for, right? Um, so that broke my immersion, the whole let's hurry up yeah. to yep. for no reason. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, I quite enjoyed the story. Yeah. And I think they picked something in the Hindenburg that we haven't really explored in other places. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was interesting yeah. because, like, the Hindenburg, the old humanity line mm. is the only thing I really know about it. Mm. And uh, they made sure and got that in at the start. Mm. But um, aside from that, then it was your basic time travel thing. Like, mm. um, you know, don't let anyone change history. Be careful what you do. Mm. Consequences. Uh, and the fact that a historian is all of a sudden a useful person <laughs> was quite interesting. Um, but uh, so... I wasn't actually saying that I didn't like it. I'm just saying it's not original. Okay. Um, okay. But I thought the character interplay was reasonably um, kind of um, absorbing. It, mm. c- it kept me watching. Mm. So I didn't really reach for my phone, which I think is one of Shona's criteria for whether a TV show is good or not. Yeah. No, not um, good. I, I would watch good shows that I would still go to my phone for, but shows that are really good, I don't go for my phone. I've noticed you've yeah. uh, reached for your phone five times since we started. Yeah, it's because you guys put the <laughs> shit out of me. fucking thing down. She also just yawned, for those of you listening. <laughs> I can't actually see her. But, um, so no, I don't think it's the worst TV show in the world. I, I don't know if I'll watch an awful lot of it, but I'm, I'm definitely going to give a few more episodes a try mm-hmm. to see where they go with it because the hook at the end the whole thing about what's going to change in time was very interesting mm. um, from a character standpoint mm. we've seen that actual trope before a lot of times mm. but because I talked about the same thing in Flash mm. just an hour ago yeah. Um, but yeah I'll give it a couple episodes and see how the story develops and how the, how the characters build because I think that's the interesting part of it hmm. I'm not going to give it more than this one episode oh no, I think like it was fine. It was fine, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think what Mark highlighted the fact that like there's there's nothing new to the time travel tropes that you've seen before. It's you know, historian goes back to an era where she's an expert. Something you, you know 
she's not supposed to change stuff, but mm-hmm. I think I'm confused because they're told not to change stuff, but that the purpose of them going back seems to be to change stuff. So anyways, when they come back to the present, uh, the present has changed and it's kind of, well, whatever. It's um, important. And while I feel for them as characters, I don't care enough. And I think part of it's the fact that um, I don't care about their characters enough by the time that the episode finishes that what has changed matters to me. And also I find the two main characters too good looking. <laughs> so they just kind of seem like the guy seems like he's out of a boy band and Abigail Spencer is beautiful. Um, yeah. She doesn't really get to get into much of anything. You creep. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I just, there wasn't a lot for me to kind of like chew on. So mm. yeah, I'm done with this. You're, you reminded me of one thing there, Shona. Do you know, I've said it before. One of the things I like about a TV show, I know a TV show is engaging. When in my head I start going, what would I do there? Right. And that's why zombie apocalypse movies are so great because we all have our ideas and then you can, <laughs> you can see whether they play out or not. This is another place where the immersion broke down in this because they have this whole concept of there's no do-overs because if you meet yourself in history, much like in Time Cop, mm. bad things happen. But that doesn't mean that you can't send yourself a message. Mm. So why don't you get some other guy to go back and tell you, oh, this thing you're going to do, it's not going to work out. Mm. And they don't do that because that leads to a terrible show where there's just constant (laughs) meeting people going, no, no, go left. (laughs) (laughs) Not right. Whatever you do, don't go right. Mm. But uh, that's a problem. It would have been better if they'd they'd come up with something, oh, no, the time stream is very shaky. If we send back too many people, then it'll collapse and leading to a terrible catastrophe. That's all that to say. Mm. But instead they go, you can't meet yourself. I, I just wanted to bring it back here a little bit. Shona, I don't understand this concept of too good looking. Yeah, yeah, I, I was going to take her up on that too. For fuck's sake, it's a ridiculous notion. Okay, well, maybe also, I'll qualify it thusly, Mike. They are too good looking. It's a ridiculous but word, not no. given any any kind of depth or anything interesting about them. So mm. all that they have going is that they're good looking, and that's okay. not that interesting. The most so important thing. What What about the underlying so side story with the third person that mm. went back in time that you didn't mention? Uh, I mean, he's got a good personality. But oh, okay. I, did, I, I think that Steve quite liked this show. Steve, tell us what you thought, yeah, man. Yeah, Steve, just get into it. Go. Um, This is a mid-tier show as well. This is a Tuesday nighter as well. Mm-hmm. Tuesday or Wednesday nighter, you know? Yeah. Um, well, Wednesday night you're competing with the Champions League football. <laughs> I, I'm not. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's interesting. Mm. Um, there, it has a couple of problems in that the writing can be a bit fluffy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there, there are times that I just thought, oh God, just get on with it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, they're told specifically, don't fucking change anything. Nearly mm. the first thing that one of the characters does is sort of... Whatever feels, move he made. Yeah, mm. feels for someone who lived a long time ago is dead already mm-hmm. and then tries to save that person from being killed. Killed in, 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 in And just, that's, that, mm. you know, just even the concept of him going back in time and not changing anything, but even getting in someone's way... Mm-hmm. Is going to change something, and mm-hmm. you know it, it's just the butterfly effect. Y- y- is yeah, you just you just got to leave the brain at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters, yeah, I wasn't really feeling it except for Abigail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, did, did you feel she was too good, too good looking? Um, you know, it never crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, great hook at the end, mm-hmm. and it was good enough that I watched the second one. No, yeah. Have a little look. Have a little look. The second mm. one deals with uh, uh, the assassination of um, Lincoln. 
Okay. No way. Yeah. Do you know what this is like yeah. now that I'm t- talking about it? Quantum Leap. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's not That's what like it's it. like. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very like it, actually. Um, but yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was fluffy. They're, they're, they have this running story that's going to go through the season where they're trying mm-hmm. to catch up with your man and so on. They have uh, encounters and so on. But uh, it's... <laughs> It's it's not gonna win anything, really. You know, it's, it's just it's good. It's visual chewing them. You know, it's easy. It's a uh, yeah. I liked it. I'll give it thriller. Yeah, it actually airs on a Monday night. Is it Monday? Okay, uh, there Monday you go. Night. It's a Monday nighter. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, thriller for me. Ah, uh, thriller for me. Guarded thriller for me, Steve. I am going to watch another couple of episodes, especially especially now that I know Honest Abe is in the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our next time traveling sort of uh, TV show was uh, Westworld. Who wants to tell us about that? So Westworld is the new TV show on HBO slash Sky Atlantic. It is directed by um, Nolan, famous, is it Christopher Nolan's brother? Um, there's quite a famous directors and writers involved whose names I should know. But anyways, it's got a definite um, cinematic Hollywood feel to it. The concept of the show is that uh, there's a world that's kind of um, made up in that you can... AI has gotten to the point where it can perfectly replicate um, humans in terms of emotions. They are self-acting, regulating, to the point that they believe they are individual autonomous beings. They don't know that they are AI Mm-hmm. And they all live in this world, the West world, where they play out uh, scenarios that have been written for them by game masters of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every day is basically on a loop. They all live in Groundhog Day where, you know, they do the same thing every day and um, they do it with feeling and heart and belief that that's their life, not knowing that every night when they go to bed, it's kind of reset and the day starts again. And then people can pay to go into that world to um, live out their biggest fantasies, whatever they may be, because life nor death is consequential with these to these AI bits, persons. Um, although, of course, these AI people believe that they... That, that it is significant. Um, it doesn't matter in this world, according to the game. And then something goes wrong with the AI, and uh, maybe there's a glitch in the system. Ooh. Glitch in the matrix. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so do you know where they've done this as well? Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> so this is essentially the holodeck, except they're not yeah. holograms. They're real robots, essentially. Yeah. And it, it actually took me a while to figure this out, because in the control room, Mm-hmm. They have a representation of Westworld, and I thought that was just a look at mm. a program that people were matrixing into. Yeah, and I was there, like, okay, I'm a bit slow for not picking, figuring this out. But I was going, why did they build full robots for a piece of software <laughs> that the world runs the program? What's the point? And then I kind of went, oh no, wait. Yeah, yeah. When they started saying we put guys in storage and taking them on, I said, no, it's actually populated by these AI ro- robots. So they're not AI. They're, they're fully programmed. They just have yeah. minor subroutines that can handle variation that's from nice. interacting with people that get in there. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of the, the crux to show, which was also covered in Star Trek. <laughs> um, so this was my problem with the show from the get-go. There was nothing new in it. This is also not original. All of these themes have been covered a lot. We had a thing about it in the bikies last year, didn't we? One of the most worrying trends was uh, robots or computers becoming self-aware. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 
And that just shows you, not only is it not new, but it's been done to death. Um, the treatment here, I guess, is the slavery allegory, if you would call it that. Yeah. Is that these people are, you know, potentially, potentially aware and being treated, mistreated like slaves. Right. Um, and it's no accident that it's set in the Wild West either. Um, and I guess that's where the interest is in that kind of quote-unquote human story. But that's not a story I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, and I struggled through it to the inevitable hook at the end that was very, very foreshadowed, I thought. Yeah. Um, to the point where I said, right, okay, now we know. We can carry on. Yeah. I, I knew it was coming, and maybe that's just because I watched so much Star Trek. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, it's not for me at all. It's It must have cost them an absolute fortune. I hope it does well because they've got great intentions. Yeah. The writing is tight. It's like it's much tighter than Timeless. Timeless, just not to go backwards, but Timeless to me seems like it was rushed and they didn't have time to work out the plot holes, whereas this is the opposite. This is given a very elegant treatment. It's very tightly woven. Yeah. Based on Michael Crichton's book yeah. about a theme park. Um, in in fairness, though, you know, Timeless is never going to get old. <laughs> true, true, yeah, Steve. Yeah, very yeah, true. Yeah. So, look, it is. It's not for me. It, there's an awful lot good to it. I'll let you guys talk about it. I'm, I'm yeah. guessing some of you probably enjoyed it, but it just it was a bit of a, a, a drudge for me to get to the end of it. Um, I agree with you totally. Um, and the hook, you know, the hook got me. So I watched the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. <laughs> this is this is what comes from not playing video games. You've got all this time. You are timeless, my friend. So or timeful. Maybe. You know, it 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 is uh it picks up a bit in the second episode and the main reason is that uh we now know what Westworld is about. We now know what the routines are for quite a few of the characters. Mm-hmm. The main characters, I guess, mm-hmm. right? We know the ins and outs and, you know, what to expect in that regard. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting is that they have new guests. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, they follow two guests in particular. Mm-hmm. And one of them is like, hey, girls and mm-hmm. booze and, mm-hmm. you know, trees and forests and so on. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. He's just like, where's yeah, the goat? Yeah, I'll t- yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I'll take one of them and two of them, you know, that kind of thing. And the other guy is just like, yeah, he's just in there just to check it out and he's mm-hmm. very aware that you know it's not real and so on mm-hmm. whereas your man's like straight into the immersion you know? <laughs> yeah. um but it's really I, th- I find that way more interesting than the first episode mm-hmm. um i think the first episode was it was drudgery but it was it was set up i think for the rest of the season um yeah, it's a weekly tv show they, need, like, they just they just needed a stronger hook i think yeah 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 I, I, so I what do you I think, think steve right? i think you thought were... the same as i did for the first one yeah should totally. i try the second episode i, I think you should um I, yeah, that hook at the end, uh, I, I know they're trying to be subtle and like, oh my God, but it was just like, yeah, didn't see that coming. Um, yeah. but it was, it, it was overshadowed. It was foreshadowed too yeah. much. That was the problem. Next they episode. Told, they told us that was coming. Like, next episode, way better. Way better. Right. Um, it's like a different show. Um, I would give it a chance if you half think you might like it. Our friendship could be in the balance here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. an hour long. Like, they're long shows, like all the HBO stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could play probably I, four or five team death matches in that time. <laughs> I think you'll know in the first twenty minutes. <coughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah. I really liked this. Did you? Yeah. Um I like its epic scale. I like the high quality production. Mm-hmm. I like the dramatic 
direction. There's something very cinematic about the show. Um, I think you're right, Mark. I mean, there's not, there's not a whole lot new in terms of concepts, but like I haven't seen something before where AI or whatever you would call this is like an amusement park. Like yeah, it was written in the park. book. Yeah, yeah theme yeah. park where you can go and just completely interact with these people and create real life scenarios that have no consequences. You can kill. Like you the holodeck. Rape. You can exact. No, I know. Like it's not a new concept, but it's new for me to watch this extreme because Star Trek never got as extreme mm. as, as this did, obviously. And we begin the episode not really knowing what the routines are for the, um, what are they called? The robots? They're called, there's a term for hosts. Them. Host, that's it. We have hosts and guests. So the host, we don't, we begin watching the episode not knowing who the hosts are and who the guests are. And we don't know the rules, which are that, um, you can do whatever you want to a host basically without any kind of consequence, but it's impossible for the host to hurt a guest and it's impossible for guests to hurt each other. So you're kind of, the tension is built, I suppose, in learning where the rules are because you're not sure where things are safe and you're not sure what routines are normal and you wouldn't, you wouldn't recognize a deviation from those routines and what that might signify, signify. We also get to know kind of the, the games keepers or I'm calling, I'm using, um, yeah. hunger, hunger games terminology here yeah, for, yeah, yeah. or, uh, sorry, mock, yeah, hunger games terminology for lack of, um, mm. for lack other of having words. a childhood where you played D and D. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly it. Um, and getting to see kind of the politics that's going on behind, you know, these these hosts and how they've been created and the history of them and the original games mm. maker and mm. him kind of, um, I suppose, getting to the end of his career and, yeah. you know, knowing the mistakes and how he sees humanity and how he mm. tries to replicate that in his host. So I really enjoyed kind of the setup for the world. Played by? A guy. Oh, you're Anthony, not talking Anthony, about Anthony, Anthony Hopkins? Hopkins? Yes. Oh, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, Ed Harris is in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ed Harris is great. He's, fucking cool. He's oh, very good, yeah. He yeah, makes the best Western yeah. baddie I've ever... Oh. I almost feel like why he, ha- why he hasn't he been a, a Western baddie in every film he's yeah, ever yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, totally, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just seems like he's perfect for the... He's like the modern-day Lee Van Cleef. Yeah, it's perfect. You know? yeah. Um, so I loved the setup for the world, and I really liked... Um, kind of getting to see how it's supposed to start as a so-called utopia, even though it begins mm. kind of grim before we know what the, the lay of the land is and, and what the rules are with hosts. Mm. But like, imagine living where you could pay to go to a world where there's no consequences. You know, it gets, mm. it can get pretty dark and I think the season will get very dark, um, especially under Nolan's, uh, directorship. Um, so I'm, I'm, it is definitely very obvious from the, the beginning that something's going to go awry with the hosts. I mean, that's just clear. Hmm. Um, so I want to see that happen. Like, I don't, I don't care that that was obvious. Like, if it's going to happen, let's get into it. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Bring it on! <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Careful now. Mike looks thoughtfully into the sky. Oh no. A wistful tear in his right eye. <laughs> Crawl slowly down his rugged chin <laughs> as he thinks of Westworld and the havoc he would wreak there. Yeah. <laughs> Reek within. Yeah, yeah, nice one. <laughs> Do you know you were talking about the holodeck? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what's the best thing about this show? What? 
There's no fucking data dressed up as Sherlock fucking Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't capture the magic of when Worf says, Captain, I protest. I am not a merry man. <laughs> and breaks his mandolin in Sherwood Forest. Uh, I have to say, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Uh, like, just to get her to 50%, it's a Western. Yeah. Boom. Score. Okay. Then you have Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Ed Harris. Yeah. Boom. 75%. Mm. <laughs> then you have random indiscriminate violence and, <laughs> and, you know, that's at least up to 85. <laughs> so like, I haven't even started watching the show yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good groundwork is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Okay. And, uh, and I mean, Shona pointed out the, the cinema, is it proper to call it cinematography when it's TV? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. The TV photography. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the way they point the cameras and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was very, very good done. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are a lot of great shots in this mm, show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just really good. And, and to point out why it's really good is that, you know, I'm, I'm not often given to, you know, having empathy with humans. Mm. <laughs> um, but it's I, one of your better qualities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I started feeling sorry for the robots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the they, slaves. They do a good job to p- paint mm. that picture, don't yeah, they? Yeah. I guess, yeah. I mean, you know, objectively, I know these are robots. But when they keep hammering them over and over again, in ever more horrific ways, I started to actually think, ah. But that's like, they <laughs> yeah. don't know that they're robots yeah. and they feel pain and they think that yeah. all these consequences, yeah. like all these actions do have consequence. Yeah. They don't know that when they go to sleep, they wake up and it's the same day that they had the last, well, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And what's really yeah. interesting is like that their makers can bring them out of Westworld mm-hmm. into kind of the present, mm-hmm. um, into the lab if they need to have mm-hmm. updates. And it's really interesting seeing that juxtaposition, you know, having them mm-hmm. question, like, have you ever mm-hmm. questioned your reality? Have yeah. you ever wondered? That's great. Yeah. Um, and they're all naked. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, you know, you mentioned about uh, bring on the chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm wondering if these glitches, you know, does it make them self-aware and then they realize they're in like wayward pines, but in the West. Mm. It'd be crazy. That Gotta get out of yeah. this place. You know. I, I kinda wanna know from my own curiosity what you would do, Mike, if you were in Westworld. Oh god. Oh no. Oh Mark, that's goats, for an- goats. That's for another show. <laughs> <laughs> well just just give me the kind of character you play. That's enough. We leave uh, the actions to everyone's imagination. Uh it it actually would be a toss up between Black Hat and White Hat. Oh, would it? Yeah. Because mm. Black Hat would be initially more fun. But mm. White Hat would be more challenging. I think I'd like to be the sheriff if I went in there. Yeah. So you're a <laughs> that'd White be, Hat kind that'd of That'd be tough, like. Yeah. Um, or the local priest. Because yeah. there's, there's, <laughs> there's different kinds of emotional payback between, you know, like just being really bad <laughs> and, and, and being a, the hero you always wanted to be, but your life took a twist that just sent you down this corporate rabbit hole <laughs> destroyed everything you believed in <laughs> that was that was one thing that they didn't they didn't really get going to me that maybe the next episode that, as you talked about Steve Will was I didn't start asking myself 
who would I be in there? There was one 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 cut into it, and you covered there, Mike, where there was guys on the way in going, oh, I was black hat the last time, mm-hmm. came in on my own, went pure black hat, this time I'm going in white hat. like, And that kind of put me thinking briefly, but hopefully they, they do more of that, where you'd be thinking, well, who would I be in this mm-hmm. West world? Yeah. Oh, there's all kinds of possibilities. Um, The Ed Harris character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like his storyline. Mm. What color hat mm. did he have? <laughs> Most definitely black. Yeah, um, yeah cause, cause like he says, he's gone there for 30 years mm. and so on, and he reckons there's the game within the game. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Uh, he's, uh, he's searching for uh-huh. this undercurrent yeah. to somewhere uh-huh. that he reckons exists. Is yeah. he a host or a guest? It's not quite. He's a guest because he's he mm. couldn't be shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. he's a guest. That's right. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah, yeah. But maybe he's going to be, maybe he is a host with special responsibilities. Maybe he's like a mm. sysop. Mm. Mm. I don't think so. But he's going to be so disappointed when he realizes the game under the game is a bunch of Java code. <laughs> <laughs> like what? This is it? Yeah. Beans. <laughs> There's like a nerdy college kid pushing his glasses up, and that's yeah. his ultimate foe, you know? <laughs> that's what his battle is reduced yeah. to. I don't know, Jax B. <laughs> what would you give this, Mark? Uh, thriller, Steve, but only in your recommendation. Like, it, hmm. it would have been filler if you hadn't given me the information about episode two that you hmm. did. Hmm. But I'm going to watch the next episode now on the basis of that. So I guess that puts it into thriller, but. Yeah. I, I don't think it was a good pilot. I don't think, for me anyway, it was an effective no, pilot. No, it wasn't a great pilot, but uh, I did watch another one, so it's, uh, it's a thriller for me as mm-hmm. well. But actually, something else I want to mention. some li- lame-ass, weak fucking <laughs> thrillers there. Um, the reason... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, the music in it. Mm-hmm. Did you hear Black Hole? Oh, Hulk? that was the best thing about it. Was it cool? Great Black Hole yeah. Did you hear that? But also, in the second episode, there's... Uh, you, know the, you know the piano that sort of plays in its own? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. thing? Oh, the tune that comes! I won't tell you what tune it is because when you yeah. hear it, you'll just go, "What? What? What's that?" I you, really you, like "Painted song. Black" I, and I "Black Hole Sun." Yeah, yeah, the first they're brilliant. So yeah. good, but it's 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 so subtle that you're sort of you're sort of going, "Oh, yeah, it's playing." The, oh, hang on, I know that song. You know, <laughs> I love that they're using modern songs. So. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was really good. Um, turn it from you, I presume. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah it's um, I hope it becomes epic. Like it's not, it's in the Game of Thrones genre in terms of like. A nice juicy yeah. TV series I look forward to each week, but mm. of course it's far below Game of Thrones. Mm. It's um, top of the mid tier, I think. But I think I think it might be bottom of the upper tier. Oh, okay, mm. okay, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. But I have to give it a few more episodes. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to seeing right. more. Mm. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, totally yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, first of our movies, Free State of Jones. Free State. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this is about uh, 26 plus 6 is 32 <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, about a delusion uh, Confederate army deserter returns to Mississippi and leads the militia fellow deserters, runaway slaves and women in an uprising against the corrupt local Confederate government So this is based on the true story of um, Newton Knight hmm. Um, who was a uh, well? He was all those mm. things. Yeah, a local so, councillor in Letterkenny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Letterkenny's getting a lot of airtime this week. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Letterkenny. Um, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this for several reasons, many reasons. Um, there are parts of it that I didn't like, but uh, the main reasons that I like this mm-hmm. <laughs> include. <laughs> um, no, I thought it was excellent. The first third of it was awesomeness. Um, mm-hmm. Just 
The reason being, um, you get that whole, you know, the state of delusionment they talk mm-hmm. about that before he, he leaves the army mm-hmm. and so on. You get a real sense of, yeah, that's what I would have done too. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they do it step A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sort of flows naturally, mm-hmm. I, I found. Like, it wasn't just like uh, people walking over to him and saying, so, Newton, uh, what's this about? I hear about the state of disillusionment. Yeah. And you know, why is that? You know, that kind of obviousness. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was just re- really nicely. You're eased mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's quite graphic at the start because mm-hmm. he's in the Civil War. But yeah. it's all in context, so all good. Uh, it's very graphic. Very graphic yeah. in, in parts, yeah. Um, um, now, it's not, what do you call it, uh, Saving Private Ryan graphic. No, but, but there's, there's a lot of ouchies. There is a lot of ouchies, yeah. 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 There's a couple of minutes where you're going, yeah. <laughs> no anesthetic, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, it kind of fell, fell a little short in that there's an awful lot of talking. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's an mm. awful lot of, uh, bit of preaching, I think, going mm. on. And which I think they could have covered with a bit more action. Mm. You know, yeah. not that action, action type like I was talking about earlier, yeah, yeah. but just like like opening doors and closing <laughs> doors, <and laughs> yeah, yeah, um, or just like a, a montage or something, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, sixty-five million discussed. Okay, yeah, I what think, did it bring in? I think I don't know. Maybe Mark might look that up for us while we're talking about this. Um, uh, don't worry, he's ignoring us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, what it did do was inspire me to go and research a lot of points that were made during it mm-hmm. um, on the internet afterwards. Right. I spent several hours on the internet afterwards yeah. uh, reading up on aspects of the Civil War that was sort uh-huh. of... You know, do you remember we watched that that uh, West... What was it called? America, the American West? Do you remember we watched that? It was like yeah. a half... It was a, an acted documentary kind of Yeah, I do thing. remember that. That's yeah. a couple of years ago now. No, uh, it was earlier this year. Um, oh, I'm thinking a different That one. doesn't ring a bell at all. Oh, okay. Uh, it was Billy the Kid in it, and they went Robin oh, Barnes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it kind of reminded me in, in that where it's sort of, oh, yeah, let's go and look up that, and if I can, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, how does that happen? And, mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I found the, it very The American West. Sorry, yeah, just... the American Tw- West. 20 yeah, million. They brought in 20 million. Oh. 20 million. You're kidding me. Yeah, no, it's not released worldwide yet. Right, ouch. There's only, the out, there's only out in the States, which makes me wonder how you guys saw it, but anyway. <laughs> um, so it has a domestic gross of $20,810,036. Presumably the $36 it got from you two. <laughs> um, so it's uh, not going all that well. It's opening weekend. It took $7 million. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's almost like, unless you're traveling in time, history is boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it slowed down a lot, like I was saying. Mm. Lots, lots of talking. Um, mm. But I felt maybe trying to cover too much. Because mm. they're, I know it's a longish movie, but they're mm-hmm. uh, deserting. Yeah. They covered free men. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the union issues yeah. and so on. A little bit of corruption. Corruption. Yeah, I was just about to say the displacement mm-hmm. of previous military people from mm-hmm. government office. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and something else they touched on was uh, apprenticeships, mm-hmm. which was also used in the in the UK or in England at the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I don't know about the UK as a whole, but yeah, um, yeah, apprenticeships were their way around slavery. Yeah, you've entered yeah. into an agreement where you're going to be my apprentice. That means yeah. you work for me until I teach you how to do such and such for yeah. nothing. Yeah, so you're a slave. 
yeah. essentially. Yeah, I thought I thought that was quite mm-hmm. interesting, and that that's uh, I knew nothing about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, mm. that's kind of where I'm coming from on that. How about you? You've been rather neutral on the whole thing. Hmm? You've been rather neutral on the whole thing. No, I enjoyed. Okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think it's worth a watch. Um, I think Mark would hate it mm-hmm. because it's too educational. <laughs> um, but hate that stuff. Yeah, hate yeah, people yeah, trying yeah, to make yeah, me smarter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like. Wasn't the there kind of wasn't there a theory that the reason that the anti-slave movement existed? In the northern states, it was because they didn't need them. They had their wage slaves. I guess that's what they were talking about here. Is this guy, Matthew McConaughey, the American equivalent of Father Murphy in Wexford? In what way? You're going to have to educate us. You know, the um, Battle of, is it Vinegar Hill? Oh, Father Murphy. 1798. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, that Father Murphy. Is there any other? There's Jesus. been a lot of Father Murphys over the years. <laughs> Only one that counted. Uh, my dad grew up like half a mile from Vinegar Hill, so I know it, I know it well. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Over, overlooking the house. So he, Father Murphy tried to overthrow the English sure with a few parishioners. Mm-hmm. 1798. 1798, yeah. But um, is that is that what's happening here in this? Um, not quite. Not quite. Uh, it's not. It's not so much a rebellion as uh, secession. They're, they're claiming mm. this. This is where we're going to be, and we're not obeying your rules. Rather mm. than we're not trying to get you out of our country. Yeah, a I secession think, I think from secession the is a good. Uh, a secession. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's not official. It's not like they're. Leaving the United States, they're just basically saying "fuck off, everybody." Yeah, <laughs> we're doing our own thing. And here. it's when the Civil War ends is where they really start, mm. um, rather than during the Civil War. You know that whole mm. thing: the ri- the South will rise again, and all mm. that kind of thing. That's yeah. what that's all about. And I mm. actually, it also covers the Ku Klux Klan as well. Yes, it does. Yeah, mm. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, rarely have I been so disappointed in a movie. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Um, you may recall when we uh, looked at the trailer mm. several months ago, mm-hmm. I was so pumped. Yeah. And I thought that this might well be my favorite movie of the year. All right. Because basically I was waiting for a black Braveheart. Right. <laughs> that did not happen in any way, shape or form. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I spent the whole time thinking, no. No, you need to have a best friend who gets killed by the English. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there is, there is some very good action. As you pointed out, the, you know, the opening scenes, when you, you see the reality of what combat was like <laughs> back then. Yeah. That's harsh. Yeah. And, and that, that really gave me a lot of hope. I was thinking, Oh my god, this is going to be the best movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> but then they started talking. They did. Yeah. And yeah. they kept on talking. Yeah, they did. And even when there were action scenes later on, it was almost like they had sucked the life out of it. Oh god. Yes. You know, I like there's one particular action scene I have in mind which had the potential to be a moment of greatness. Yeah. And they somehow managed to make it shit. Yeah. I how how yeah. does that happen? Everything's set up. And I was just so disappointed and, and dissatisfied after the end of that scene because it could have been so much better. Mm. Um, I mean, without giving away any spoilers, um, 
my main problem with the action aspect of it is that none of the good guys ever seem to be in any, any danger. You know, mm. it doesn't matter what the odds are. You never see anybody from Jones getting killed. Not too many. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we're we're fighting ten to one odds. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. Mm. None of our guys are going down. Yeah, and yeah. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it just didn't ring true, mm. despite the fact that the the action was often shot well. Mm. Um, it just the the disproportion in the casualties mm. just broke the immersion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I thought the the movie went way, way too political. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the history was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not personally know about the 20 Negroes gets you out of the war. Yeah, rule. yeah. Yeah, that was kind of handy. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, that interesting historical aspect was buried in the the ever-developing preachiness of it. Hmm. Um, you know, they seem to have these set piece racial things. Yeah. You know, because uh, like it was just trying to build up like Matthew McConaughey. He's like down with the black man. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and it it just didn't ring true. And I I just got steadily more depressed watching it, hmm. thinking about how much better it would have been if I'd made it. Hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah. You had to put dwarves and dragons in it. Yeah. And some fucking aliens. Yeah. There would have been a mothership right over that battlefield. Yeah. A few more black hats. Steve, mm. you didn't really sound like you thought it was great either, though. You you described it the same way I would describe walking in sunshine. Yeah. 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 You know what? That's a pretty good metaphor, Um Yeah. It wasn't like. It, it's not an Oscar winner for me. Um, mm. But. I learned a lot from it, and I did. I did enjoy watching it, and I think mm. I was more. Uh, I was more interested in the history than whether this is a good movie. You know, mm. I kind of was viewing yeah. it as like a discovery made for TV. Mm. You know, lifetime. Yeah. You know, TV movie. You and know. that's fine if you're watching Discovery. But yeah. If you're walking but, into a cinema and handing right. over your dollars yeah. for sixty million or whatever it was, mm-hmm. fifty, sixty million. Yeah. yeah, you'd you'd want a bit better, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. One particular aspect I thought was really weak was the flash forward. Yeah, it's, that served no purpose yeah, whatsoever. I was like, why? It, yeah, it made no points. Yeah, it made well, no it dramatic made some, difference. It, it did make some points, but nothing well. that affected the original story. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was well, like, we didn't need to, that. Could have been scrubbed. No. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hmm. it's a six for me. Uh, I you know, I mean I I think if you're interested in this material, you know, twelve years, which Steve slave, obviously is like, <laughs> well, twelve oh, years yeah, of slave was yeah. better. Django oh, yeah. Unchained was yeah, better. Yeah. Um, you know, there's Roots a whole was better. <laughs> yes, Roots was better. There's a whole host of movies covering this topic that were far better. Yeah, Miss Saigon was better. McConaughey was excellent though. He's always excellent. All right, all right. But all even right. he can't save this movie. No, this is dreadful. Dallas mm-hmm. Buyers Club was better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Star Trek was better. You know, you, you know, this came out last week, Mark. Came out in the states last week. No, it came out here last week. Came out in mm. the states in June. <laughs> I'm afraid you're misinformed, <laughs> sir. Well, no, I only go by oh. the the letter Kenny, lest we forget about it. Oh, right, okay, <laughs> Kenny yeah. Cinema's timetable. All right, okay. Yeah. okay. And it ended up yeah. there. Yeah. I think you've been served, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, I had no way of watching it. 
They, um, they must have thought, wonder what the market is in Letterkenny for boring mm. McConaughey movies to try and teach you shit. Yeah. <laughs> what date is it? No, it was uh, September it's 30th that came out. 30th. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, anywho, uh, yeah, it's uh, six for me. What are you giving it? I thought this was really poor. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to punish it because they had such a great trailer. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a three. Oh, you're very disappointed. Ouch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Don't you be giving me Braveheart hopes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then dashing them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, last four movies was Ark. Mm-hmm. A-R-Q. Ark. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's free. Mm. <laughs> uh, two people wake up, or nearly free. Two people wake up at uh, 6.17 a.m. Hmm. Am I right? 17? 6.16. They wake yeah. up, yeah. 6.17 a.m. Or 6.17 a.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mass dudes come through and battered him. And drag your man out by the heels, and uh, then he reacts with them, and uh, they kill him. And then he wakes up at six sixteen a.m. Hmm. and goes, "What the fuck?" And then yeah. dudes jump through the door <laughs> at six seventeen a.m. and he goes, "Oh bollocks!" And, and, and that that's kind of yeah. I'm getting the hang of it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, yeah, it goes from there. So what do we think, Shona? All right, so this is a movie, right, about a loop, basically. We're in another Groundhog Day here, um, but the difference being that the arc, which, by the way, like, I got through the film <laughs> before I realized that them talking about this time machine, the arc, is uh, what ARQ the film <laughs> was called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I Because I, I kept calling it ARQ like you did in yeah, your yeah. intro yeah. Uh, at the beginning of today's podcast because yeah. I was just like, why do you just take a normal word and spell it differently and try to make it cool? <laughs> like it's still... <laughs> Anyways. So the guy who is stuck in a loop is also the creator of the ARC and yet he seems to have a very little understanding about how it works. Yeah. <laughs> and then the person... He's <laughs> like, yeah, I plugged in some shit and it's got batteries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and then the woman he's waking up beside begins also getting stuck in a loop like in that she's aware she's waking up and she's already lived that day and then they're on the same side one loop and then another loop uh turns out that there's more information they're on a different side then they're on the same side then the baddies are goodies and then the baddies are really bad and there's more baddies and mm. um a lot of twists and turns in this movie there is just for the problem that Mark talked about with um, not Westworld, Timeless. You know, your your immersion being broken by people being in a rush to get in the past. If you were stuck in a loop, I felt like there was a lot of things that they were not addressing. They seemed... For one, if getting killed resets your day, mm-hmm. in every single loop, he's afraid of being killed. He's like, no, 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 don't shoot, don't shoot. Oh, yeah, it fucking hurts. And it's just like, <laughs> but you, if you need to reset the day, like, why don't you go back to the day after tomorrow, which is basically what this movie is based on and done a thousand times better and do like they did in the day after tomorrow, where it's just like, all right, we have to reset. And then like the day after tomorrow, Emily Blunt and, um, is it Tom? Edge Curry? of tomorrow. Edge, Edge of, of tomorrow. tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah, I'm confusing my films. The Edge of Tomorrow. And, you know, Emily Blunt just ends up killing you because she knows that's what you need to do to reset, to, like, try again. Uh, but they acted like they were afraid, even though they were aware that um, being killed is going to reset their day. So, I don't know. Did you have your arms folded while you were watching this, Shona? Yeah. Sounds like you did and you were glaring at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. If this was 
a TV show. I'd say this is a decent mid-tier TV show, since that seems to be the term of the day. But this is a film, and uh, it it watches like a TV show. I feel like I was watching the first episode, a kind of first episode of a boring TV show. So um, I didn't like the characters a whole lot. They seemed to develop through the film in a way that didn't make a lot of sense, because they were developing... Their relationship was developing as if there was things happening in their relationship bringing them closer but those things don't actually seem to happen and um i'd like to apologize to our listeners for mike's interference with the microphone on his way back in to sit down (laughs) (laughs) apparently the very large gap between his seat and his microphone was too small for him to maneuver safely knocking the microphone into shona and interrupting the pleasure but wasn't i professional catching the mic and talking Uh, at the same time thanks guys and then mike pulls stands up the mic by grabbing the front of the microphone. <laughs> Where it's mic'd. How can I make the most noise as I reset my microphone? I know. I'll grab the part you're talking to. You know, this is made in Canada. Uh, Filmed in Toronto. Should have told her before she yeah. watched it. I also... Um, this is the best movie ever. <laughs> also, you know, this only costs two minutes. Mm. Well... Yeah, I would not be surprised. Yeah, it was made in someone's house. Mm. Because I was also so going to say, like... you could make it 34 times <laughs> <laughs> for have, Jones. You have, like, one set. Yeah. yeah. And I think visually, on top of the... See, the problem is, if you're going to go with a Groundhog Day type of scenario mm-hmm. with time travel, then you've got to make the things that happen in the resets interesting. Mm. And they did, by changing the point of view. Mm. I think, it, yeah, it, it was, it, if there was an interesting bit, I'd say that's what it was. Like, I'm not going to tear this film apart. I mean, too late. You've I was, already shot on it from a great height. Then you found out it was Canadian. How they were going to get out of this stuff. But yeah, yeah she's just she trying to backtrack now because it's from her homeland. <laughs> yeah. um, if only she could reset time and start her <laughs> review again. <laughs> Shoot her there, Mike, see what over. happens. <laughs> so next up, we've got the last of our movies, ARQ. Arc, sorry. <laughs> so this is a great movie. It's made in Canada. Only two millions so is got a massive profit. These guys know what they're doing. Um, no, like I just, it kind of watched like a, a TV show, and I think um, the film wasn't interesting enough to justify kind of what their what the plot was. The end of the film I thought was okay, but uh, I don't know. I don't have a lot to say about it. What did everyone else think? Mike. So we're totally from Venus and Mars today, Shona. Normally we agree on stuff, but yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. Like, What did you think? I really enjoyed this. Did you? I really enjoyed it. And I have seen this done in a very enjoyable episode of Star Trek already. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you the, like this version. The one where Worf is coming back from the Bathlet tournament on, on uh, Connoth. Oh, yeah, I've seen is. that one. Yeah, yeah. It's a great episode. Yeah. And, okay, slight aside... When we were uh, Very uh, now. 15 and 17, me and my brother Dara used to watch all of the Star Trek episodes over and over and over. Mm. Did you and have to speak rec- Klingon? <laughs> no. We used to record them on VHS tapes, which were three hours long. So to try and fit, uh, there were 40 minutes. So whatever the math works out, to get one extra episode on the tape, my brother used to cut it. Write down, no credits, no intro, keep it as tight as possible, <laughs> cut out all the ads. And uh, then he used to name them. He used to name them his own names because he didn't give a shit what the actual episode was called. He just wanted something to make him remember it. Yeah, yeah. So that one, so in it, like, Worf is coming back from the uh, the battle and in the regular timeline, he's won the tournament. 
and uh, and then as as the time loops, it changes. Yeah. So <laughs> we call that one. I came first. I mean twelfth. I mean I won the egg and spoon race. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen this this looping thing being done. It was done in Groundhog Day, and Groundhog Day was fresh at the time because it hadn't been done very much, at least not in mass market. Um. And the problem with Groundhog Day, going back to it, is that it sits right on Bill Murray the whole time for the whole film. In this one, it was just, you were about to get bored by seeing the storyline from the, from the male protagonist's point of view, and it switched and went to somebody else. And they did that a couple of times. And each loop was very different in the strategy they had to employ. And I was immediately going, well, I would do this, yeah, that, yeah, and the yeah. other thing yeah. on the next reset. And then when the villains started to figure out a bit of what was going on, they had their own strategies. And it became this kind of time travel chess match, which yeah. I loved. It was yeah. really, really good. And you were trying to guess what was going on as well. And um, I, 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 I found the chemistry between the ex-husband, ex-wife, better than you did Shona uh, for whatever reason but I uh, that that read a lot more real to me yeah. than it seems to have to you so I think also my arms weren't folded I was looking forward to watching this <laughs> so I, I think that my you were forced to watch it whereas I was no, no, dying no. to see this it this would be the kind of thing I would look forward to I was yeah. just disappointed as I watched it I wasn't I didn't go in disappointed ah. Okay, okay, well, fair enough. I'm reading too much into it, but you just didn't like it, which you is fine. You are, Mark. You're not my dad. Yeah, look, you just didn't like it, which is fine. That's okay. No, I, 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 I did, like though. I, I did, though. And I, I think for, for all the reasons you didn't like it, I think I did, which is strange. <laughs> but, uh, and I thought the plot, it tied up very well. I really liked the ending. I thought the ending is strong in it. Um, it actually reminded me of the ending in Cell, to a degree, without spoiling either of them. But uh, yeah, I think it's a really good movie. And if you if you like, like Edge of Tomorrow is a perfect comparison because it's sci-fi as well. And you're right, Edge of Tomorrow is better. Um, but I think Ark is it stands up well to it, and it's it's well worth watching if you're sick of seeing uh, Emily Blunt doing uh, the downward dog or whatever it is she does over and over again. <laughs> never, um, never. <laughs> I, I don't know. I. Jeez, I, I actually can't get the words out to express my anger at somebody being sick of Emily Blunt doing the dog <laughs> thing. I'd give it a 10, just thoughts of it. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Mike, yeah. what do you think of this? Um, I'm kind of conflicted because yeah. on the one hand, Data wasn't in it. Okay. And the other hand, Emily Blunt wasn't. <laughs> mm. <laughs> So given okay. that, so the, given that kind of uh, right. balance there, mm -hmm. I had to judge it just on its own merits. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I found very poor. I, I just did not enjoy this movie. Oh really? You must have watched Shona's version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My version was much better. Yeah. Um, I got bored very, very quickly. All right. The loops came too fast earlier on, and they weren't different enough. Um. So I was like, oh, come on, lads, progress, please. Please just leave the room. Just just have a look out the door. Right, <laughs> yeah. Um, the girl in it really annoyed me. Um, not so much by any fault of her own, but she kind of reminded me of Kristen Stewart. Oh, God, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. So every time I saw her on screen, I just wanted to punch her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But again, I suppose that's not the movie's fault. That's that's on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
yeah, it's 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 done before, and this one I don't think is done well. Um, I know they have very limited budget. I think they made the best of the cheap ass set that they had, but it didn't look cheap though. It looked like a bungalow that they'd rented for the weekend. <laughs> But no, it was set in a house, and it looked like a house. So what's the problem? Like, <laughs> because they like don't... a cheap ass set is when you're trying to make something something it isn't, and it looks like it isn't. Yeah, they wanted this to like, be a house, like Star Trek and it doors was. that get pulled open by people behind them with a whoosh noise. Yeah, but look at it. But I think you're being unfair to the film now by saying that the set was poor because I thought the set was perfect. It was perfect for what it was, but there was obviously. You know, they obviously said we don't have a lot of money, so let's make lot this of all all in one house. Yeah, but it's a time loop, dudes, <laughs> and do that. You I, gotta. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm with Mark on this. What are you talking about? I'm yeah, saying, really, they co- could they not have left the house once? Interest. I don't know. I don't know. Just left the house once. And gone like, over to buy. They did. Newspaper. They did leave the house. But okay, here's Look, my I'm question I'm about what they're doing. Spoilers, even saying that. But when they go. It seems to be that there's issues with air quality. And then, mm. so you go out into outside, and at first you're just like needing an oxygen mask all the time. And then all of a sudden, when something more interesting comes up that needs your attention, mm. all of a sudden you don't need oxygen at all anymore. And it's just like, but what just happened to your need I for did, oxygen? I did notice that. <laughs> I did notice that already. Yeah, like, you, you would, at first you couldn't go a step without would sharing would the mask, no, and you're like, was, was like <gasps> no, hand it back. Why aren't you handing a back door? But then You're he wasn't even using it. And they're just, just like, oh, oh, look at this other yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, no, you don't, don't you guys need the yeah. mask anymore? Uh, um, yeah, because it was vital initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Steve, way in here. Come on. I love this. Good ah, man. Jesus. I did, yeah. What's wrong with you, Ted? Yeah, I loved it. No, I, I didn't get bored by this at all. No? And, uh, you just like watching the same thing over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> was the same. No two loops were the same. They did it brilliantly. I'm not the one in this room that watches soccer. So. <laughs> he has you there, Mike. In fairness, uh, hang on. He does watch Formula One seventy-two <laughs> times in a fucking race. <laughs> um, no, I love this, uh, and I love the loop uh, trope. Um, mm. And I did think, uh, you know, when you were saying they're going too fast to start, I did mm. like that because uh, mm. I didn't want them to go too slow. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see all the variations and the mm. exploring, faster, faster, <laughs> exploring the, the the different strategies and mm-hmm. uh, you know, fuck, what could I do next? And like Mark, I was thinking, shit, what would I do? You know, mm. oh, quick, he needs to do this to do the mm. thing, and um, and I didn't think it slowed down. I thought it was uh, great. I thought it was mm. uh, good performances by all except main body guy, who was just a bit meh. Mm. Um, yeah, I loved it. I'd watch it again. I'd actually watch it again. Yeah, it's a great show. Yeah. It is a great show. Yeah, it's not a show though; it's a film. Film. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Well, that's what I meant. Like, it looks yeah, like yeah. a show. Yeah. Um, I have zero issues with it, really, apart from the that mask thing. But even, <laughs> but even then, when it happened, mm. I just went, "Yeah, it's grand," you know. Yeah. Um, I didn't even notice that I was enjoying myself so much. You know, it and time flew. <laughs> you know, no, it, no, it, it really did. I mean, I was just like, "Fucking hell, it's over already." You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Jesus, I felt like I was in stasis. <laughs> and uh, nice Star Trek reference. I, I think it. I think uh, the main reason I, it, it kept me really, really interested mm. uh, all through it, and I loved all the twists and turns and uh, changing perspective and mm. changing loyalties and changing. You know everything. You know, I thought mm. I thought that was great. Yeah, mm. um, it's a great little story. 
Yeah, it's not a yeah. complex one. It's just a great little story. Yeah. Um, Do you enjoy movies with werewolves and sparkly vampires? <laughs> Are you talk Is that directed at me? <laughs> Says the man wearing the fucking unicorn T-shirt <laughs> with a rainbow and a cat riding a unicorn. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a cat. It's a kitten. It's a kitty. Kitty. Um, yeah. So you know, mm. we got to post a picture of this T-shirt actually on the website. Oh I yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's a fucking awesome T-shirt. <laughs> it is pretty awesome. Um, well, although it does put me in the friend zone. That's <laughs> damn. But Mike, to be fair, we'll put anyone in the friend zone. <laughs> I did normally put them in the back of my truck, but uh, that's a different story. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> in a black plastic bag. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Mark, mark this. Seven, Steve. It's a seven. Shona. Uh, six. Six. Mike. Four. Oh. Bored out of me, Bicky. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Mm. But it was better than Free State of Jones. This is an yes, eight. it was better than Free Stage Jones. This is an eight for me. Uh -huh. Wow, it's an eight. Yeah, Damn. I enjoyed it that much. Yeah, yeah. Good man, Steve. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. Um, I, I guess there's a bit of balance there. Don't I don't know, it? Mike. I don't know what to say. I think there's like the. I don't know what movie you guys are watching. <laughs> the one I saw was awesome. <laughs> I think the world is beginning to tilt on its axes. That yeah. I am just becoming closer and closer to sharing Mike's opinion on like things. Once it's just his yeah. opinion, Jonah. <laughs> Next up Trust me he can keep everything else to himself <laughs> um, We'll have some previews And come to a bicycle near you Hello, hello, hello So the first one <laughs> So the first one is Attraction Attraction. <laughs> Attraction. From Calvin. Yeah. Um, this is an upcoming sci-fi movie made in mm. Russia. Mm. Um, I wish I could do Russian choral music just on cue. Like, yeah. That'd be cool. It, it looks big. Mm. It looks bigger than Independence Day. It does. It does, does not. Mm. Similar concept. Mm. Um, aliens, mothership. Mm. I don't know. Was there many motherships or just the one? Mm. The aliens look really cool, um, and it shows a lot of confusion, consternation, uh, military response, and mm. buildings being blown up. Yes. Yeah, it, I think no. it's got all the hallmarks of a good invasion mm. movie. Yeah. I missed a lot of that because I was reading it. <laughs> but no, no, to be fair, most of what you said is true. Yeah. There is some doubt around the aliens and how good they look, though. I think this, this movie <laughs> is going to hinge on whether that CGI is realistic. True. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, I, sorry, Mark. When you said it depends on how good the aliens look, I thought that you meant you'd be rating. The yeah, it's out of ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you were like, I'm only going to watch the, the best aliens alien that seven or higher. <laughs> I totally ride that alien. <laughs> Does your rating scale only apply to Homo sapiens, Mark? <laughs> Generally, yeah. So, so are we excited? Uh, what about what about no, Kardashians? No. <laughs> Kardashians? <laughs> are we Are we excited? I'm excited. Are you yeah. excited? Yeah. I am. I'll watch this. Okay. Yeah. I'm guardedly excited, Steve. I'm, mm. I'm worried that the production value won't be there. Mm. Yeah, there could be just very, very good trailers. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. What mm. struck me is they're making this in 3D and IMAX and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did they steal that technology? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Russian way, I imagine. <laughs> By stealing. <laughs> <laughs> like to do countries. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Ukraine. Uh, oh, controversial. Um, okay, next one we saw was John Wick, Chapter 2. Who so when I got to the list, God I saw that somebody had you. put a goddamn subtitle trailer on it. So I said, right, I need to fucking fix this and fast. Yeah, and then you broke it badly. So I just put on the first decent looking trailers I could find off IMDb, and that was John Wick 2. Mm. Now, we all remember John Wick, yeah, we do. the movie, mm. as... The man whose dog you should not kill. Yeah, <laughs> that was the and, highlight. Uh, in fact, that scene. It, it was. A, it's a great film, John Wick. It 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 kind of slipped by a lot of people, I think. Mm. But uh, I, I think it. it's a great show. No, it's not great. Mm. It's a great film. I agree. It's oh. great. Yeah. I kind of watch. Want to watch the first one and the second one now? Yeah, well, you should. The first one's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. he is exceptional at shooting yeah. people right in the face. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. almost like. Do you remember that guy out of the Matrix who was really good at killing people? <laughs> <laughs> He'd an adventure of some sort years ago, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Just a little one. Yeah. yeah. With his buddy William. Yeah. Did he wake up out of that? What? Or is he still asleep? <laughs> I don't know. I oh. think I, I think he's still in there actually yeah. in his own head. But anyway. Imagine if he had a dream about where he was really yeah, good at killing look, people. <laughs> I'm, I'm not watching this. this, this you this, think that's air you're breathing? This looks shot. This looks shot. <laughs> Ah, uh, Steve, come on. Yeah, no, Steve, I'm with Steve. You look shy. There's a lot of head shooting there. subtitled fucking yeah. invasion. <laughs> no, no, this, yeah, this, 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 this doesn't it. How can you me. like that? No, it's... What's wrong with you? Look, you give out about the Magnificent Seven for the exact same reason. <laughs> you had an hour-long gunfight and you didn't like it. I did like the gunfight. No, this is going to be two hours of gunfight. <laughs> um, last oh, it's going to be great. Mm. Okay. Last one I looked at was The Great Wall. Speaking of great. The Damon, Matt, Damon, and yeah, uh, your man awesome. from Narcos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Emilio. What do you think of this, Shona? Is he supposed to be Chinese? No. No. Okay. You, you just ended just up there checking. accidentally. <laughs> wrong place, wrong time, diehard mm. kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, it looks interesting. It's Christmas. Only they don't have Christmas in China. I have to say I'm generally interested in films that Matt Damon does nowadays. I think he's kind of got a strong enough canon that I'd on the strength of seeing that he's in a film, think like, oh, I wonder, I'm curious about that. Uh, it looks kind of interesting, yeah. I think it's going to be great, yeah. I have just sent out a tweet with a picture of Mike's t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this looks awesome. It looks massive. Massive budget. Millions yeah. of people in it. Uh, it reminds me of uh, what was that zombie movie where Brad Pitt um, Z-Nation. World War Z. World War Z. So, I cannot believe you said Z Nation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, you know, you're just feeding not. the troll there with that. <laughs> you, you know the scene uh, where um, uh, they're trying to get into a city in Israel. Mm. Yeah, yeah, where they're all running up yeah. on top of each other. That's what it reminded me of, and I just mm-hmm. thought that was cool. Yeah. So, so the yeah. zombies almost like water. They're flowing like exactly. water. Exactly. So that's yeah. what this looks like. They're like the numbers are incredible. Like yeah. they're massive. Yeah. Like how could you? T- yeah, so yeah, I, the, the Palestinian birth rate is very high. <laughs> I mean, in this movie, so <laughs> it's it's like a mix of three hundred mm. and uh, that zombie movie. I think mm. um, with Matt Damon in there. Yeah, how could it go wrong? And there's no way this film could no, fail. No, actually, it's 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 even got a bit of uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, where they're yeah. jumping off all the ropes around their back. It's probably just the right amount, though. Mm. Probably not quite as homoerotic as three hundred. No. Hopefully not. 
Three hundred wasn't homoerotic. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> How is it homoerotic? Do you think the UFC you're, is homoerotic? You're going, you're, we we have to take this offline and just educate Mark. <laughs> no, we don't. No, no. Do you no, think? No. Do you think? Yeah, he's, he's oh, so I get what you're saying. Three hundred, so, not three hundred inches. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're saying that there's something homoerotic about um, scantily clad, well built men stabbing well, each other with implements. <laughs> I know where the fuck you're going with that. I mean, the hole is so big that even true blokes would uh, mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, what do you think of this? Hmm. I already told you I think it looks good. It, uh, it would need more enthusiasm. Pay attention, Steve. Come on, damn it. Yeah. No, I'm looking for a reaction. Hmm. Oh, my God. Well, this is, no, you have to catch me like half an hour ago <laughs> to get more of a reaction. Oh, okay. Show's mm. over. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show shows asleep. I think it looks really interesting, and I look forward to seeing it, and that mm. I would be interested in Matt Damon films in general nowadays. Oh, I don't you? know what other films you want me to say. Right. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah, we're all going to watch this one anyway. I think that's... Yeah. that's this is uh, something we recorded earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't ask me what I thought. Well, then speak, <laughs> Mike. Go. Fuck Look, sake. the way you're talking about it there, you obviously are going to hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so going like to hate this so movie. so not up your street. No, you're not going to hate this movie. Mark's, Jason Bourne Mark, is in it. Mark's sarcasm detector is yeah, just yeah, fucking yeah. offline at the minute. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. This, my sarcasmometer is out of batteries. Uh, but funnily enough, uh, I, I saw the trailer, um, which we also watched a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but this is trailer two. Mm. And uh, then I went out to my uh, long-suffering uh, son yeah. and started waxing lyrical about how awesome this movie is going to mm-hmm. be. And he just... Tore my heart out. Oh yeah. He just came back and said, "Matt Damon, I got an arrow. I'm gonna shoot at the dragon." <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, no, I'm not gonna talk about child murder. Okay. <laughs> Probably okay. best. Thanks, Probably Mike. Best. <laughs> On that note. I think we're done. We're done. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll leave it there. Hmm. Talk to you next week. So, from Mike, Mark, Steve, and Shona. The quiz winner. The quiz winner. <laughs> the quiz winner. The gold medal. New nickname. She's taking home the Quidditch. <laughs> Stay classy.